The Next to Nothing podcast is brought to you in part by our partnership with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is your one-stop shop for everything geek. Find discounted books, new and old games, and a variety of software. A portion of all purchases from Humble Bundle go to supporting a charity of your choice, like the American Red Cross, St. Jude's, Save the Children, and more. With $145 million raised so far, Humble Bundle is a great place to buy your games and help save the world. Use our affiliate link in the description of this podcast, and a portion of your purchase will not only go to a charity, but also help support the show. Visit HumbleBundle.com for more details. Hello, hello. Hey, what's happening, guys? How are you guys doing? Not much. I'm doing pretty good considering how uh, bad it all could have gone for me in the last couple days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> How's it going with you, Ren? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm I'm doing pretty solid. I mean, not the best. I had to send in my VR headset back in for return because it. Mm. Uh, after like four days of using it, it just stopped displaying. It was all like, "I'm done now. That's it." So I send it back in. Hopefully, I can get the next one by Monday. Hopefully, we'll see. But uh, aside from that, I'm great, dude. I'm fantastic. Awesome. Well, if we're ready to start, we'll get right into it. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time not and uh, not your money in gaming. Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> new place, new intro now. Um, I am your host, Danny K, speaking a little quieter because I am in a brand new apartment and I don't know how my neighbors are going to react <laughs> knowing that I broadcast out of here. Um, with me, as always, the wonderful, beautiful, ever reliable renditions. Hi, I'm not reliable at all, but I hope you guys are doing wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) You have yet to really miss a show that's uh, beyond your or that was within your control. That's fair. That's fair. Shockingly fair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With us uh, this week, we have two guests because it is E3 week, which means it is the biggest week in gaming, which requires us to bring in two guests we have from across the seas so was why ein fan hello i have um, wasted a lot of my time to tell you how to waste your time not <laughs> oh, uh, so welcome fan we appreciate you from uh for joining us i know it's probably getting pretty late over there in germany uh, just turned 2 a.m for me oh my god yeah so a big thank you to uh to our guy um and then we also have our uh, Mr. Greenleaf, who is just so – I talk about reliable, but, like, let me just say the reason – I asked I asked uh, Greenleaf to be on the show because, like I said, I'm in a brand-new place. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if, like, I was going to get, like, the internet set up in time. So I'm like, oh, man, who can I get that can fill in for me? So we have at least three people on the show. And that was Mr. Greenleaf. Yeah. So yeah. Green Elite, I appreciate you for being just like reliable and constant and always willing to come on the show. Seriously, it's awesome. No, I'm always glad to be here. Um, so Fan and Green Elite, before we get into all of the topics here, uh, why don't we at the top of the show have you guys plug yourselves? Where can people find you and what are they going to find when they get there? Yeah. My name is way too complicated, but it's displayed under my face so you can... Put that into Google and you'll find me everywhere. I use I use this pretty consistently. 
even though I have like a million names online because no one can fucking remember this. <laughs> it's incredible what people come up with when I first pop in chat. Oh, <laughs> uh, Greeley, yeah, where, what do you do and where can people find you? Uh, I am a variety streamer. Well, I can't really say I'm a variety uh, I've been uh, playing a lot. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I lost you a little bit there. What have you pl- yeah. been playing a lot of? I've been playing a lot of uh, Destiny 2 um and then apex legends uh i've been trying to look for some new pc games to play as well Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. just to keep up with that whole variety tag i know that feeling all too well (laughs) yeah i want to play battlefield 4 Mm -hmm. go back to like how i used to play a pc gaming but like nobody wants to watch battlefield 4 anymore (laughs) So, (laughs) so yeah i'm on uh i'm on twitch of course twitter uh instagram uh, I have my own Discord server now, which is fantastic. Nice. And right setting on, up dude. for a 24-hour stream for my birthday and second-year Twitch anniversary on July 7th. Ooh. Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right on. So, getting old. Every- Terrible twos. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will be putting everybody's uh, Twitch info and every other link that they uh, want me to put in there in the description of this podcast if you're watching the vod or on youtube it'll be down in the video description as well um so now that that's out of the way mm-hmm. let's get it have a lot to talk about yeah yeah <laughs> there's there's a um, lot literally everywhere to say to be honest yeah, so we we're discussing how we're going to talk about this, and I think the best way, as we agreed mm-hmm. uh, before the show started, would be to kind of talk about this chronologically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's going to actually begin before E3 with uh, the Google Stadia mm-hmm. um, direct, the Google or the Stadia direct, or the, uh, what I think they called it. Uh, so in terms of uh, Google Stadia, we got some information on pricing. We got uh, more stats from them, which I don't think we really need to talk about the stats. Um, and we got a game list as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so the Google Stadia Direct. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like a couple quick little stats. It's uh, what's going to be required on the user end, um, which... Maybe I should start with what is Google Stadia for people who might not have, if you've been (laughs) living under a rock. So Google Stadia is the uh, cloud streaming game service that Google uh, put out uh, back in March. They announced back in March. It started with Project Stream in 2018, where um, if if you wanted to, you could play uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey via the Google Chrome browser. Mm hmm. Um, now that is a full thing where basically any device that can run Chrome will run Google Stadia. They announced a controller with it. Um, and so it's basically going from server and streaming to your screen. Um, and so now, now we know more required on the user end is a three point, or I'm sorry, is a 35 megabit, uh, stream or a download speed. Mm -hmm. Um, that's at the, at the absolute minimum, and that's going to supposedly give you 4K 60 FPS HDR with uh, 5.1 surround sound quality. Um, not to say that everyone's stuff will uh, support that, but mm-hmm. that is what they are claiming will be uh, available with the Google Stadia um, Premium at the very least. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, we did get uh, a 
the pricing structure. We have the uh, non-premium where you buy the game license to stream from Google. So you buy it from Google um, and you get the game license and that's just on a per game basis. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the premium option, which is $10 a month, gives you access to the or gives you the quality of up to 4K, 60 FPS, HDR, 5.1 surround sound. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, they made some partnerships with uh, Destiny 2, uh, with the mm-hmm. people at Bungie. So you have some Destiny 2 access as well. Uh, you're going to get some discounts on future games. And then you have the full access to the game, uh, the whole game roster, which is going to include Baldur's Gate 3. Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint, The Division 2, Elder Scrolls Online, Metro Exodus, and a lot more. Um, And then we also have um, the Founders Edition. So for $130, Mm -hmm. uh, it comes with a limited edition controller, the Stadia controller, uh, three months of premium for you and a friend, by the way. Okay. a four uh, a four K supported Chromecast Ultra, which uh, MSRP is for sixty nine dollars, and you get uh, which by the way the Google Stadia controller itself also retails for that price, I believe. Um, and that's not you know whatever you want to put a price tag on a limited edition Stadia controller, mm-hmm. um, and then you also get your first dibs on Stadia usernames and gamer tags. Um, that's the full yeah. That's the f- full thing that uh, you get with um, Google Stadia. That's all the pricing information. Like I said, we got a lot of games announced with it, and uh, yeah, that's the that's the kind of the first big event that that uh, hit us here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, d- sorry, I was I got busy. <laughs> chat is blown up. I was yeah. Like, oh, it was a chat also, chat. but. The first note I have actually is that the pricing model strikes me as odd. Yeah. From what I understood, it's like you pay a subscription, but then you also have to buy the games. Is that yeah. correct? Yes. So then what's the point? When it, the so, whole thing was that it's supposed to be like a Netflix of gaming, as far as I have well, understood it. But on Netflix, you pay a price and then you have just access to everything. Yeah, so so like a Netflix style thing would be something like Xbox Game Plus or Uplay Plus, which we are going to get to later. That's going to mm-hmm. happen. Things like yeah. that. Uh, Stadia is more along the lines of um, I think Nvidia even has the same sort of thing. It's meant to be like a a PC that you like stream to, and then that plays the game for you. Not necessarily that it's a Netflix system. It's just like mm-hmm. a serve like a computer that you can kind of rent. Does that make sense? <laughs> So, like, if you don't have really good specs on a PC, you can still play high-end PC games. That's kind of, like, mm-hmm. the main goal of that sort of thing. So that way not everybody okay. has to buy, like, a high-end GPU or something along those lines. That's kind of, like, the crucial points that it wants to go for. That being said, I still don't really, like, I get it. But at the same time, it's definitely not for everybody because, like, realistically, I can't imagine that the latency has changed at all. If you guys don't remember, yeah. I think it was like, I think it was 180, either 160 yeah. or 180 MS minimum, not including mm-hmm. like if you're playing anything multiplayer or anything along those lines. Um, I don't know. And that's per- like, that's that's a decent big deal. Not necessarily mm-hmm. for most single player games, but if you're playing like any single player game where latency, like actual controls matter to a degree. Those can be really yeah. huge issues if you go into an FPS that has like a decent difficulty to it 
and mm -hmm. you just keep dying because you can't aim in time like your character is already past the limit of like sight and then you're just dead mm -hmm. because of that that's a huge issue i i feel like that's yeah. a big issue and that's one of the core struggles that that's gonna suffer from um severe severe ghosting yes exactly um that's that's my big issue with it i think it'll be okay for people that like casually play games but i don't know it's 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 something i guess i don't know i so i feel like it's overrated at the moment if that's the goal i feel like a good marketing move on stadia's part would be to sponsor a bunch of esports tournaments then mm -hmm. just just saying like that seems to be the most useful like use of this because if you are having to buy the games on there like it's a storefront it's competing mm -hmm. with too much stuff that's better at the moment yeah. So, if, so if that's like the own use of it, that, or the only use that makes it distinct. Then they should really focus that because I didn't get that out of the presentation at all. Yeah. So that's that's one of the big issues that like Stadia, like in terms of business, in terms of like actually presenting itself, it has done not a great job of doing that specifically. I know a lot of people that have struggled thinking multiple times that it is like a game service, right? Like you you pay a multiple, like you pay an amount a month. And then you get access to games that you can play on their thing, which is not necessarily mm -hmm. true. You just get access to their hardware. That's it. That's that's the only thing that you get. So possibly if you have something like an Xbox Game Pass or things like that, you can like combine those to a degree and then just be like, OK, well, I'll play the Xbox Game Passes on that and then mm -hmm. I'm good to go. Um, I don't I haven't personally watched the Stadia conference that was at A3. But I distinctly remember this being the issue that they talked about the last time when they really like got into Stadia. Um, and hopefully, hopefully they could like really, you know, really mention that versus just being like, we're not like we don't sell games. Actually, I don't necessarily yeah. know if they sell games. That's actually another thing that I'm not quite sure of, because I know that you so have to pay for the license of a game, but I don't know if you necessarily like have to buy it through them. Does that make I think sense? You do. Mm -hmm. That's I, I think weird. that I think that they do have like a storefront. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense to me how you would right. be like, okay, so I buy Assassin's Creed Odyssey off the Ubisoft store. Mm -hmm. Then you just like sign into your Google account and like put in well, a code or something like that. That's the only way that would work. That's that's it what I'd be sense. thinking. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like you could be able to sign your account. So say, for example, because it's Google, a lot of things do have integrations with Google, at least for like login purposes. Mm -hmm. So like, say, for example, you want to log into I'm not sure if it is with Uplay specifically, but say you want to log into Uplay, you can log mm -hmm. into it using your Google email. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And then it can detect yeah. based on that your library. That was my assumption. Mm -hmm. That was what I was thinking. Yeah. But I could also see them just being like, no, you have to buy the games here, too. Which, if that's the case, well, I think that's super dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that's I thought it was like, dumb. there are games that you buy on Steam that require the Uplay launcher, and so you have to cross-sign mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. and stuff. I thought that was working like that. Yeah, I think so for the base one, I think you buy a game through like mm. the Google Stadia store or the distribution okay. platform, and then you can then you can use that that through Google Stadia. Um, I don't know if there's going to be some sort of like connect, and maybe there will be like a, maybe if you do like the premium, I could imagine if you do the uh, premium, mm -hmm. um, the $10 a month service, maybe you can connect like your Uplay or something like that and then, yeah. you know, run the Division 2. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm not I'm not sure. That's the pricing. Uh, mm-hmm. They need to do a better job of marketing some of these details yeah. because <laughs> I don't have any of those details on my notes. Right. And yeah. I, and I like we, we I all know day. like a bit about this. And yet none of us know yeah. the actual details of these sorts of things. So that's a big issue. Mm-hmm. The we conference should be able to, like, was not clear on that. It was like really sleekly presented. But the in- yeah. what they were actually saying was confusing. Very yeah. vague. They got to keep it open. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the Google Stadia, and then we mm-hmm. got the Pokemon Direct, um, which is provide, which was before E3 again, mm-hmm. uh, and was more focused on the uh, on the new Sword and Shield uh, mm-hmm. game. Uh, yeah. We got um, let's see for the Pokemon Direct. We got the. Did we get the two legendaries? It's been a little while now. Yeah, we got we got them, and that was like the big thing that I had thoughts on that I got shit for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about um, everything else first because I liked everything yeah. else. <laughs> we got we got a couple new Pokemon. Um, there was uh, so it's a lot like it looks like it's going to be more like the Let's Go Pikachu mm-hmm. and Eevee. Yeah, where mm-hmm. you know you're running around and then the Pokemon are just in the wild and you see them. It's not like you're going to have these random encounters based on like the tiles. Mm -hmm. Um, I was impressed with that graphically. I I think that seeing all those Pokemon just stumping around mm -hmm. was was really cool. It was what I pictured in my head when I played gold back in, you know? Yeah. So that was, that was a very cool thing for me personally, Mm -hmm. just the look of it. Um, We got a couple more Pokemon. We got um, the sheep. We got Wooloo, yeah, uh, like this <laughs> turtle with uh, like big old chompers. We got some grass types. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say in the Nintendo Direct for E3 today, or in the uh, t- uh, Nintendo demos, we actually mm-hmm. got two more Pokemon. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't then, seen uh, those actually because after the Direct, I was going straight into EA, so yeah, I didn't see the three house stuff. Um, the yeah, it was a like an imp looking Pokemon and mm-hmm. then uh, a Corgi looking Pokemon that I believe is an electric type. Oh, hitting it right in the fields with the internet there. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves Corgis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's also a game based on Britain. You can't ha- not have Corgi. That's true. That's absolutely true. <laughs> I will say in regards to the plan, the first form looked fine. The second form looked like shit. I hope there's a third form mm. that looks cool again. Um, <laughs> also, there was Edgebird. Yeah, and then there is the the metal crow yeah um and then yeah if you want to give your thoughts on the legendaries i think the legendaries look fine i just Mm -hmm. can't tell what typing they are except for steel fighting that's all i see yeah so the they brought those legendaries out now the the shield one i was already like man this looks clunky this looks Mm -hmm. real this looks like a digimon Mm -hmm. and then uh, then the sword dog came out and i was like this looks proper dumb like, I, I, think I really a... like sword. I, I really I... like sword dog. I'm gonna be honest. I'll fight you on that one. Sword dog looks awesome. I already had a fight on this one because <laughs> on, on uh, the Discord that I ran with, there was another guy who uh, who was a friend of mine who was really liking them. And then I was uh-huh. like, man, these I, I don't like these at all. These look like these look terrible. I didn't say they these look like shit, but but they, <laughs> they were probably the worst reveal legendaries I have seen so far. They mm. are worse in general, but like in, in case of the box art legendaries, those are the worst ones in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then especially the 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 thing that uh, rubs me the wrong way about the sword one 
uh-huh. is that I I thought that the sword was integrated in the body somehow, mm. like the shield is. So right. I, I was picturing maybe, okay, one is maybe like a lion or something, even though we had like 20 lions already, but <laughs> have, have like a lion with a shield, mane, whatever. The fact mm-hmm. that it's a dog make it look a bit dumb, but I can live with that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like a, a giant bird with like blade wings and a broadsword beak, something mm-hmm. like metal like that. And then mm-hmm. it's just like a wolf with a sword in his mouth. And I'm like, this looks dumb. Dude, I'm down with the Dark Souls wolf. I'm totally down with it. <laughs> it is like a complete ripoff of like a wolf from DS, like from the Dark Souls mm. series. Honestly, I'm so down with it. I will agree, though. The shield one, I think, looks stupid. I, I looked at it and I was like, yep, this is dumb. <laughs> I know I'm mm. not getting this version. I can guarantee that yeah. much. Oh, also, why, have, why do both of these have to be dogs? I don't understand that either. Mm. Why don't they differentiate? Because normally if you make multiple legendaries that are the same thing, they are part of a trio. Mm-hmm. So why this now? And also, why did you make the box art make them look even worse? <laughs> <laughs> Green, you've, you've had a smirk there. You, you look like you have some thoughts. Let's go on ahead and hear I have, I have uh, some issues. Anything after Gen 2? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the sword Pokemon, right, the sword legendary... Uh, I I swear it it gives me a feeling of Suicune mixed with Zoro from One Piece. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. I saw like I'm going to name it Zoro so often on t- yeah. Twitter, and everyone was thinking they were super clever on that. Yeah, that's, that's all I get. The names are really hard. I can't even remember the fucking names. Nobody knows the names anymore. <laughs> once you once you get past 151, well, it's like, I would say. Once it gets past third gen, yeah, it's like y- yeah. you get devoid of all the names anymore. <laughs> I mean, like, like as- one fifty one is instilled in my brain. I yeah. feel it. I totally feel you know, it. And I I started on the original uh, <laughs> red and yellow with mm-hmm. my Game Boy. Not even my Game Boy color. My Game Boy. Mm-hmm. You no, know, because. We couldn't afford the top of the line Game Boy Advances. It took like two years mm-hmm. after Game Boy Advance came out that I got a Game Boy Advance and got <laughs> Platinum. Mm-hmm. Or no, Crystal. I got Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, in that one, by that time, I'm like, man, I miss 151. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, those legendaries, bottom line, look dumb. It's like they they had so much time they could have come up with something mm. better i know that a lot of people work very hard to get this <laughs> together and make all of this happen and i'm not knocking their efforts i'm i'm knocking the designs the designs look stupid yeah yeah, yeah. it's, I, I, it's discount Sol galeo and it's like zoro the dog i i'm down with i'm down with uh sword dog listen that that is that i will stand on that one shield dog looks dumb i'll agree with that he looks he looks doopy af i can't handle it like when they showed him as the initial one i was like oh god no and then sword dog showed up and i was like redeemed <laughs> oh man i'm also surprised that they went to dogs again mm-hmm. yeah exactly. yeah like i mean you had you know suicune and in, ente in and and them and like right the trios you. Yeah, you had the trio of them. Uh, after that, it, it's kind of like you're recycling. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. then plus, they, they're they running out of Pokemon ideas. That's the issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's it's only so many you can make. So 
We've already like, had like a garbage Pokemon that's happened. I, I had pretty much like, my my brain melted when they made an ice cream cone Pokemon. <laughs> melted. I see what you did there. Yeah, literally, like it's like no, I can't, I cannot do this anymore. I like the ice creams. I also like the uh, the little uh, what's the name of those, those gears? I would not. I wouldn't know. Thing. I love <laughs> Um, So we did get a little bit more information from the Nintendo Direct today in regards mm-hmm. to uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. So mm-hmm. the uh, the Pokeball Plus, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can apparently take a Pokemon with you in that. It's gonna also have some other functionalities, but it's. Not they also like showed off the the water uh, gym leader who looks. Mm-hmm. She looks great. In general, yeah. I will say the characters that they showed off all look pretty good. The mm-hmm. rival is a bit, I'm a bit iffy on the rival, but everyone else mm-hmm. looks great. So one far. of my favorite, one of my favorite memes that have come from this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I already know. <laughs> Pokemon well, Gun. Uh, no, the... Are you um, going to go Dynamax? <laughs> no, oh, we forgot to talk about the Dynamax thing. No, one of my favorite memes that have come out of this was uh, the, like, the camera pan to the um the gym leader that they revealed in the trailer yeah and somebody <laughs> superimposed the ninja the, yeah. the very famous line of ninja yelling the what did you what the fuck did you say to me you little shit <laughs> it's so good oh man I, yeah i saw I that one on that twitter on too and i was just like i i'm down <laughs> into it. i i saw i watched that on loop for like two minutes straight <laughs> oh man i hurt myself laughing oh um, my god so that was the Pokemon Direct. Oh, we do have. We, the we should talk Dynamax. Yeah, real quick. Thank you for uh, pulling me back there. Uh, what do you guys think about the Dynamax? It's basically like there's a cooperative aspect to Pokemon now. I yeah. don't know a whole lot about that, to be completely honest with you. I'm gonna be what I did see of the thing though. Actually, looked really good. Like just the game and like general looked really really solid. It even looked like it was yeah. using the Breath of the Wild engine. That was my immediate mm-hmm. first thought when, like, it showed grass, and I was like, "Is this like a breath of the? Is this a Zelda engine? Wait, what? Hold on." <laughs> but like, it looks phenomenal. I really love the art mm-hmm. style. I don't really know anything personally of that, um, but hopefully, it's good. So, <laughs> I was Dynamax... very surprised that they pulled multiplayer rates in. I wasn't mm-hmm. quite sure how that worked. Apparently, they showed those off on the treehouse, which my cousin watched while I started watching EA. So what, from mm. what he told me, what he saw, it's that four players uh, fight against a Gynamax Pokemon, which is both a stat boost mm. and certain attacks get stronger. Not all of them, but certain ones. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And uh, then you take turns. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Pokemon stays in Gynamax because it's like the, the only thing there. And mm-hmm. then uh, one guy gets the chance to catch it. I'm sure that's on a first-come, 1st first serve basis. So mm-hmm. someone can try to catch it, and I'm guessing that that player gets the Pokemon, but everyone gets rewards if they win the battle. Yeah. So they get, like, items and gold and experience, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I, I did see some of this. I didn't realize that was what it was. But, yes, I yeah. did see some of it. I thought it actually looked really cool. I, I thought it was definitely an interesting take. I've been really liking the, like, interesting design choices they've been doing lately. Like, for example, while I do have issues with uh, the Let's Go series... Namely with, uh, mm. like, catching. I feel like catching is completely dumb in that, personally. It's it's a nice gimmick for, like, 30 minutes, and then you're already mm. done with it. And then that's it. Mm. Um, but then also, Dynamax is a thing that you can do in battle, and that um, gym leaders, and I'm assuming the Elite Four and the Champ can also do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see how te- how that technically uh, works because in that aspect it's going to last three turns. It's going to do the same thing. Like it's a stat boost. Certain attacks get stronger. It's debatable at the moment if it's going to be like a legal mechanic in uh, competitive. I would s- mm-hmm. be interested to see how that works out mm-hmm. because in competitive you also have like Z attacks and you have uh, mega evolutions as well yeah. floating around. Mm-hmm. So that that will be interesting. Yeah. I w- what I will say in terms of the Dynamax mm-hmm. is I don't want a new gimmick like that, a new battle gimmick mm-hmm. every rain. Right. Yeah. Right. Because I thought. I was actually really disappointed with Sun and Moon not having Mega Evolutions. I'm like, can we get like a few more Mega Evolutions? You know, there's some Pokemon that really deserve it. Um, you know. So, yeah, I would like to see that change. Like, can we go back to Megas like after this game? Or can you guys include Megas in this game? Um, Maybe they will. We don't yeah. know enough yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so I, do, I, I will say that the, just the sheer fact that they take the same Pokemon and just make it bigger mm-hmm. reeks like someone just threw that idea in and no one could think of anything better. Mm-hmm. So they made the best of it. I but I am interested true. to see how big a Dynamaxed Waylord is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the Pokemon Direct. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to kind of keep us moving here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so now chronologically... Mm-hmm. Or at E3. Yes. Let's just do a quick, like, do if you guys want to put, like, a rating on this. Mm-hmm. Or the entire thing. Your general thoughts. Just over the whole it, thing. If we're doing an entire guys- thing sort of thing, it's okay. It wasn't anything mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal, to be honest. Um, if we're talking about specific, like, for example, my favorite. My favorite one was definitely the Ubisoft one. And then Bethesda. Mm-hmm beyond just took a dump on the stage it was horrible i thought it was one of the worst conferences i've ever seen in my life i almost threw a fit i was actually in a stream with somebody else watching it and we were talking about it and i jokingly said watch them throw out a fallout 76 br and then they did and then i was done i was beyond done that was no i'm Uh, I'm done (laughs) clips or didn't happen um, oh man, I can get one. <laughs> Please do. Oh Please man. Do. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go next. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Um. I what I want out of an E3 is just a bunch of cool looking indie games. That because that's what I associate with gaming. I'm mm-hmm. pretty much done with triple A gaming at this point mm-hmm. because of all the bullshit that they pull and all the promises that they've broken. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got that out of a lot of conferences this year, so I'm not as negative on it. But I will say that especially uh, last year was stronger than this year. Like this year, we had like a bunch of really cool announcements. We had some strong announcements. We had a distinct lack of gameplay through a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Like they, they didn't show as much gameplay as the last couple of years. At the very least, they also didn't have fake like gaming chatter as well. So um, I guess that was the trade-off. Yeah. Uh, favorite is either Square Enix, which surprised me actually how good I thought their presentation was, or Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the last two basically <laughs> were yeah. like the strongest in my opinion, and weakest definitely EA. Bethesda also wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Green, how are your general feelings been? I thought this whole this E three 
like the last five years has been below mm-hmm. average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I would say, yeah, definitely below average. Like, if it was a one through ten scale, I would, I would solidly give it a three. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay. okay. <laughs> solidly, but I, I have solid reasons. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that it, the whole thing was just right. Hot steaming garbage. Yeah, I mean there was there was a bits lot. And pieces. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Um, my I, honestly, Square Enix probably took the cake for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and surprisingly, my Microsoft was up there too. Yeah, um, as I am. For the last I couple of years, Microsoft has been distinctly solid throughout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, I I absolutely shun Microsoft. Um, well, <laughs> specifically the Xbox. But because mm-hmm. I've I've been solidly a PlayStation person mm-hmm. for the longest time, uh, and then the worst would I, I would have to say Bethesda was pretty so hot, bad. hot trash, it hot was trash. So, bad. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> what, what about yours, Sandy? What what are what are yours? okay so for me like mm-hmm. overall this has been i'm gonna actually say this is pretty average because this yeah. isn't like to me like there's a lot here but there's nothing like super exciting mm-hmm. um what makes this worse i guess than mm-hmm. like maybe other years is that a lot of these companies are coming off really bad pr years Bethesda, mm-hmm. yeah good point Bethesda especially is coming off an incredibly bad pr year Mm-hmm. Um, EA is coming off a you know pretty bad mm-hmm. um, PR year, but mm-hmm. EA is kind of used to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just kind of like overall. Yeah. The like what I was expecting, I was really expecting like Bethesda to come out like on their hands and knees, sort of. I agree. Of me. And not I like totally not be agree. like explicit about it, but mm-hmm. like I expected more like more ad uh, you know admission of guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, what we saw was them like kind of brush off the problems that they had this year, mm-hmm. and then like announce things that. <laughs> um, for me, I'm like, did you guys not learn your lesson the first time? I wholeheartedly agree. That was exactly how I felt the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll discuss all of the, all of the specifics um, here in a little bit. Uh, so far, the best for me, mm-hmm. um, Nintendo is pretty good. It wasn't anything yeah. like super solid from Nintendo, but I mean, it's good for switch users. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though I'm not a switch user, I'm like, yeah, I, if I were a switch user, I'd be pretty hyped right now. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming there. There's a lot of good stuff coming there. Um, other than that, Microsoft impressed me a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the stuff that we'll talk about here with Microsoft is is, is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm solid average. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna give it like maybe if you know if an average. Well, let's see, a C is an average, so you know, C minus. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the exact same boat. If it was like a one out of ten sort of thing, I'd give it like a six mm-hmm. to like a seven. Yeah. It's okay. It was all right. There wasn't anything like yeah. super crazy. There was a few like good mm-hmm. titles that were announced, and we'll get into those. But like for the most part, it wasn't great. 
It was it's not funny like... that you said it because I would have also given a six, and I am a bit more positive towards the whole thing than you, so I'm actually yeah. surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's kind of like our, our general feelings, and you know maybe that'll change. There's still a little bit of the conference. I know there's a Facebook gaming thing that was going on, but mm-hmm. um, we're just gonna kind of keep going uh, chronologically yeah. here. Electronic Arts. Anything mm-hmm. on the Electronic Arts uh, conference that? Uh, so you guys first saw? off, who outside of me has seen the EA Play thing? So I haven't yeah, I haven't seen any bit. of it. The big things that I really want to know about personally is uh the um oh my gosh, what's it called? Not Origin Access. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm I'm curious if they did anything more with Origin Access because it's been kind of lacking in the first place. I would like to see some like really high end titles on they, it. Uh, well, they didn't make a big thing out of Origin. What they what the whole thing was. So they called it uh, well, let let me go back a bit. Mm-hmm. They announced that they're going to pull out of E3 a couple of months back, yeah? Right. And everyone was like, oh, okay, that's probably because they had, like, this bad, bad PI, and <laughs> yeah. what they don't want is Wilson to come on stage and get booed out, because that's a bad mm-hmm. look. But what they then did was get an outside venue and uh, still yeah. have a crowd. So, mm-hmm. really, they did have a presentation, they just kind of half-assed it. Yeah. And it really felt like they half-assed it. It was not great. They did show some gameplay like in the background, but a lot of the time the camera wasn't even looking at the video monitor, so you could just tell that back gameplay was looping in the background, but you couldn't really look at it. And then mm-hmm. sometimes they actually had like a video that they threw on. Yeah. But for the most part, they were talking a lot. They were especially like when they came to the sports stuff later on, it just yeah. dragged and dragged, and they were talking, and then they threw on a video package, and I thought, okay, here we go, some gameplay, and then they just showed some people talking. And I was like, no, why? why uh. <laughs> <laughs> so they just didn't really show much of anything during that like conference. So they started. They started out with Star Wars, right? Uh-huh. That's like the the yes. big single yeah. player thing that they can two times now. Yeah. Uh, so they they brought those I guys see some on of that. Yeah. And it didn't really grab me. Like the gameplay looked generic. It was mm-hmm. more like platforming than I expected it. Like there was a lot of running yeah. around, and climbing and stuff. And occasionally uh-huh. he would actually beat up some clones. And yeah, that, that those parts of combat looked all right, but it, it was nothing that we haven't seen before. There was mm-hmm. a little robot thing that was pretty cute, but also mm-hmm. it was screaming, "I'm a collector's item!" It like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, they, it's they will definitely like monetize the shit out of that. Merch, merch, merch. Yeah, say, exactly. Yeah, I got that vibe from it all the time. Yeah, video game porgs. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, my, my first thought was, "Oh, he's cute." Second thought was, "I'm gonna be a Lego set." <laughs> um, yeah, and then also they got like skill points the entire time, but he never spent them. I was like, spend your skill points. <laughs> Show us those skill points. Yeah, I wanted to uh, see this, the skill tree, and mm-hmm. they never did. Yeah, I, I so do remember I because I was watching some of like the, it was like the after presentation stuff where they kind of just delve in random stuff. And mm-hmm. one of the people actually did. They were all like, hey, can you show off the skill tree? And they basically said no. That was pretty much it. <laughs> like they were playing it right then and there, and he was like, "Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> it was like okay, uh, all right yeah. then." So um, I wasn't grabbed by that. Then they yeah. did like Apex Legends stuff, which of course they did because it's the biggest yeah. IP right now. Right. Um. Yeah. They they just showed off the rest of the season pass from season one, and then again went into season two stuff with a better battle pass, mm-hmm. uh, which is not a hard hurdle to you know accomplish because the first battle pass was shit. Mm, and uh, then they showed off the new uh the new hero 
who is is named Watson, and she's a girl who can drop electric fences. And you uh-huh. can pretty much decide how you want to drop those. So that's mm-hmm. actually pretty cool. Your teammates can walk through them, but when they do, it deactivates. So if an enemy is like on the same level, they can rush through them. Yeah. So it, she's very tactical. And the entire idea behind her is that she's a support who mm-hmm. uh, basically rewards a player who knows the map in and out. So she's yeah. a really cool idea for a character, I thought. That was the big thing about Apex for me. Yeah. Then they showed off some Battlefield Five maps. Yeah, I don't care. Which, <laughs> completely. The first one they showed was like a little closed combat with a lot of mm. tight streets, and it was pretty cool. And then the second one was a vast one in Africa, mm-hmm. which to me plays towards the strength of Battlefield. Battlefield is big maps, yeah. vehicles, yeah. and stuff like that. And then they showed other maps, but I didn't really care at that point. Um, yeah. My my big issue with Battlefield Five is like they're announcing it as like a release, but it's realistically been like early access. I feel like it's been early access for like a year. Like at this point, it's <laughs> yeah. nothing crazy. I'm just like whatever. It's Battlefield Five, okay. Um, I don't know. That that's my feelings on it. I don't I don't think it's that great. I think I even mm-hmm. played some of it at a point in time when uh mm-hmm. when I tried it on the upgraded origin access thing i believe it was on that i tried it wasn't that fun i didn't find it to be that fantastic by any means mm. um mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's it feels bad i don't think it's particularly then they fantastic. went into this whole ea sports stuff which was the part that dragged and they were talking about the same thing they talk about everywhere better ball physics and yada yeah. yada yada whole, <laughs> FIFA. we revamped everything I you have better control than ever yeah and, you know yeah mm. Uh, the only thing on FIFA that they talked about that was kind of interesting, but then they mm-hmm. presented it in such a weird way that it was boring again, was that they put street football in a way. There was a big mm-hmm. focus on mm-hmm. street football this time, which, you know, is something different. I'm going to give them that. And then mm-hmm. in Madden, they have, like, pretty much the star players have special abilities now, which seems kind of broken, but also then they showed it off. That was the thing that they showed the most of in tandem yeah. with what the guy was explaining. So it, it looks balanced. I, I never mm. played Madden, so I don't know what really yeah. I should make of all of this, but it seems all right for football. Mm. Yeah. And the last thing I showed was Sims, and it's Sims. Yeah, it, 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 It's a little island yeah. resort thing. They have like all yeah. kinds of islandy stuff in there. Mermaids, you can make mermaids I mean, in this. Yeah, I'm sure that anybody that cares about Sims probably is hyped about that, because, I mean, Sims is very... Like, lots of people really, really oh, the, like The people Sims. in the audience really got hyped yeah. for the mermaid. Like, yeah. as soon as the mermaid was revealed, everyone was losing their shit. Yeah, and I personally haven't seen the EA conference, so I actually have, like, a little list here pulled up as well. Mm-hmm. And I see that they talked about Anthem, and it looks like they didn't talk about anything of actual importance. They were basically like, they yeah, didn't the make game a big still thing exists. Of it. Please don't the way, like, leave us. The way that it was structured was they had like a little sidebar and they were counting down to the next thing uh, on the menu yeah. while they had like little builds, builds going on and stuff. So they had like someone talking in the audience and stuff. So they mm-hmm. had to talk about Anthem during one of those because I wasn't paying attention between the stuff where, while there was a countdown. Yeah. So they they yeah. tried to brush that under the rug. Yeah. And know. the last oh. note I have about the EA thing mm-hmm. is that they got a lot of really excitable presenters. They had Greg Miller, who was very loud, and they mm-hmm. got um, <laughs> Julia Hardy, who was also very excitable and making a lot of jokes all the time. <laughs> so they really try to make it seem like EA has a soul. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, so 
yeah, overall, like EA didn't excite me, but I have a quick a question for Green um, because he is a more avid Apex player. Um, mm-hmm. How are you feeling on the Apex updates that they announced here? I am extremely stoked that they actually brought a better battle pass. Like they're actually listening to the people that are playing and dumping all this money into this game. Mm-hmm. So especially since it's a free to play game. So that's their bread and butter. That's mm-hmm. that's how they're getting their money is through the battle pass. And right. The, and through the packs and stuff like that. So I, I, I like the, the idea of the new legend. Um, and there's actually, they actually have a Wikipedia for, for all their legends. Um, yeah. so each this one has was, backstory. This was already there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if hers is there yet, but, uh, there's been a lot of stuff online so far. She's actually the, the daughter of the, the creator of the arena. Yeah. They mentioned oh. that. Okay. Yeah. So everyone loves her. Was basically what the character is. Yeah. Everyone. Mm-hmm. The the oh. uh, ultimate accelerants. She instantly gets her her ultimate uh, when she uses that. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Wow. Um, okay. I know they're gonna they're dropping a new slot um, mm-hmm. that was sent to that in the EA place, um, which they they're thinking it's like a bandolier or something. Not sure mm-hmm. yet, but we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see that. But the battle pass is gonna take a lot of that. That extra little shit away. Yeah. Also, they showed um, up a really strong weapon that's like a supp- uh, supply mm-hmm. drop weapon that can actually open doors. Yeah, mm-hmm. machine a uh, machine gun, light machine gun. That's yeah, yeah. Gonna knock doors down and stuff like that. So it's gonna, it's definitely gonna change up the game, especially since a lot of it is a, uh, it's a run and gun, an absolute third party game. Mm-hmm. You have to be the third party in every fight. Um. So once you hear gunfire, you need to get there. Because yeah. that that's the way it's always been played. Um, there's not a lot of strong defensive players. I mean, you have Gibraltar, but I mean, he is literally the size of a barn. Um, so adding a more defensive player like Watson, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it would be shaking up the meta of the game. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I'm excited for. Yeah, along with the battle pass being, uh, you know, it's a weekly and daily challenges versus just XP based. So it's going to yeah. be like, if you're good at what you're doing, you're going to burn through that and you're going to, you know, it's actually going to be steady progression. Mm-hmm. Um, if I want to give a school grade, I would give a D. Yes. That's, uh, that's what I was actually going to ask it, Just overall, where do you guys is, you know, give a rating for this one, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever you want to give. Some of the announcements were good, but it was such a boring presentation style. Even if they tried their best to get the most excitable presenta- presenters mm-hmm. that they could, it mm-hmm. didn't help too much. Yeah. They should have what just pre- stuck with a regular presentation and just yeah. not have Wilson on stage. Yeah. For me, the presentation was very lacking, but a few of the games were, yeah. were solid. I don't know. Well, Minus the sports stuff. From what I'm looking at, I mean, the, the big things I see is like Jedi Fallen Order. That's everybody, like, most people that are really into Star Wars are going to really, like, be excited for that regardless. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. to see what they pull out. Because it is from Respawn. It's from the same people that made uh, Apex Legends in the first place. So, like, people have been taking that as, like, the main thing of, like, well, they did really good on the release of Apex. So, hopefully they do really good on this part, too. I, I'm thinking that. Apex Legends, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be really excited about that. But honestly, everything else looks not great. Like, Madden and FIFA are their own specific communities that, like, they're very different than a lot of, like, most gamers out there, realistically. So, like, 
while they're probably really excited about those, I could care less. Um, Anthem, even from what I've seen of the recent Anthem update, I don't see any promise in it, personally. Mm-hmm. They were trying to, like, really sell this new event, and uh, it was supposed to be, like, thunderstorms, and, like, everything's mm-hmm. breaking apart and all that. And then when you actually see the actual gameplay they have of it, it's just a blue tint on the screen and some trees wave around a little bit. And that's it. And that's so disappointing. Um, Sims. I'm not a big Sims guy, but I'm sure that like a lot of people are excited about that. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I would say that this is a big old D. If you're excited for Star Wars and Apex, sure. But everything else looks like junk. To be honest, you know, Star Wars was also part of the Microsoft conference. Yeah, well, it's been a, it's been so long since an actual person or was like an actual mm-hmm. yeah. Jedi game. Yeah, yeah. So and that's where my hype's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where I'm getting my hype from. Yes. Uh, like, yeah. Well, no, I was just gonna try to move us along here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If that's okay, I don't mean to cut anyone short, but we got a lot. We're yeah, no, by all means. List yet. Yeah. Um, so next was Microsoft and Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this one was really interesting. Um, fan, do you want to do just like a quick overview? Just like a yeah, I can. They pretty overview. much pretty much did the same thing they did last year. They had a big fancy stage. They showed mm-hmm. back, a game back to back to back, and then sometimes someone came out and talked about it, and then they just went back to trailers. There was not a lot of fluff in there. The pace was good. Yes. Um, they had like really cool looking indie games in between the big releases. My mm-hmm. favorite one of those uh, was the one that they showed after um, Cyberpunk, which was one of the bigger ones. Um, it was called Spiritfarer. Mm-hmm. And you were building like a little a little ship and you were guiding like animal spirits into the afterlife in that. And it was, it was looking gorgeous. I can't wait to play that one. Um, and outside of the games, I'm sure we're going to go through the big releases anyway. So yeah. let's just get the not game announcement out of the way that they had. They had they showed off the battle, uh, the, the Xbox Game Pass again. Mm-hmm. And the big announcement with that was that it's coming for PC now as well. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? I am so excited for that personally. My big issue with Xbox is that for like the big amount of time, it has been falling so hard behind on terms of like the console wars between like Xbox and PlayStation. If I had to choose a console like every single time recently, it's been, oh, PlayStation exclusive, PlayStation exclusive, God of War, Detroit, Spider-Man, Bloodborne. Like they've had amazing, amazing exclusives. And then seeing them like I'm, I'm just really happy to see that Microsoft, the people that also own PC are like trying to split between the two that is my big Mm -hmm. excitement on that one i i want to be able to play xbox games on my pc (laughs) that's a huge thing for me um but yeah uh master chief collection is going to be on it that's really exciting oh yeah that was was a cool thing yep halo infinite when it gets released i believe i don't take me on that one for word but uh i know gears 5 is supposed to be on it um and some other big titles on it really excited about that like super stoked mm. about that and i think it's only like a dollar for the first month which is it's just pretty it good is. i don't have it any is. issues with that at all um but my yeah marketing was my immediate reaction to that yeah <laughs> so right right now so yeah it's mm-hmm. like a dollar for the first month um yep. it, while it's in beta it's like five dollars and then it's gonna mm-hmm. be ten dollars after the beta i guess yes yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah that's my big so thing that on game that pa- yeah yeah so that was game pass 
Yeah. Um, he mentioned then, uh, gears. Let's go right into gears because that was the part where the stage just blew up and there was firework everywhere. Mm-hmm. They, they had like WWE superstars sitting on a laptop for like five seconds. Yeah. And then yeah. did nothing with them. <laughs> right. Showed up the new game mode, which is basically <laughs> yeah uh, a, a three-player co-op mission of uh, deploying a gas bomb and then getting out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and they man. had a, a, a spooky little trailer for it where every all kinds of spirits were breaking out of the female character and then yeah. some uh, cutscenes. Yeah. I don't know. I think in terms of like the AAA titles that they announced, I mean, Halo Infinite, granted, Halo Infinite not coming out this year, which is pretty disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, I That's expected, obviously. Like, it's that's not even remotely close to finish, but it feels bad no matter what. Um, Gears 5, I think it looks okay. I'm It's a Gears game. And the yeah. fact that it's going to be on the uh, on the Game Pass, like I'll probably just get it from that alone, and I'll be happy about that. Uh, Cyberpunk, that's a huge announcement. That's absolutely oh, yeah. Let's like talk colossal. About yeah, because that looks amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to wholeheartedly agree on that one. Um, yeah, that trailer. Yeah, I. As a person that didn't care in the slightest, like I've heard about it multiple times, and I've heard a lot of people really excited about it. I didn't get the hype at all from the initial, like, uh, from what I've seen in the past. But watching it now looked phenomenal. I was really stoked about it. Keanu Reeves showed up. I was happy about he that was one. So, That's a big thing. I can't mention it without that. <laughs> everyone was losing their shit. And also <laughs> Keanu Reeves himself was so excited to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It was amazing. Oh man, but yeah, I'm super stoked about that. I did not think I was gonna be even remotely stoked about that, but I am big, big stoked on that. Outer Worlds, mm-hmm. Outer Worlds got announced. That one's a pretty big uh, one. Short that last a lot note of people on Cyberpunk. Short mm-hmm. last note on Cyberpunk. The devs are amazing. There was one guy yeah. who was shouting, "Your breath taking at Keanu Reeves," and he gets free <laughs> get copy of the game now. <laughs> um, Collector's edition too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Can man. I just say Cyberpunk? Is like to me when I watch that trailer, I'm like, this looks like a really gritty, fucking yeah. badass, yeah, non magical girl version of Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is like if this is like if someone wanted an Alita Battle Angel game, mm-hmm. this is gonna be really close to it. Oh man, um, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. I was very yeah. very impressed. Um, yeah, Outer Worlds. I didn't know. Outer yeah, Worlds, yeah, I was actually just going to get to this. Um, with that I one. had not looked at anything for Outer Worlds. I had like yeah. heard it in passing, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. When I was watching it, I'm like, this, this looks kind of like a Fallout. Yeah, like Fallout Three or uh-huh. yeah. And then it was Obsidian. <laughs> it was Obsidian or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, ooh, I've seen like a, a trailer for the Outer Worlds during the Game Awards, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I've that was initially when before. they showed it off. Yeah, um, a lot of people consider it as like the the new Fallout from like the old days, if that makes sense. Because like Fallout Four, or Fallout seventy six, they're not they're not in the yeah. same realm realistically. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for it. Sounds cool. I don't have any issues with it. I know there's like some epic game stuff. I'm not gonna get into that, mm. but mm. so far it looks good. So far it looks good. I'm not. Opposed to it, Bleeding Ninja Edge Theory came out. The guys from Ninja Theory came out yeah. of their multiplayer game, Bleeding Edge. That looks nice. Mm-hmm. The character designs they showed off, especially Buttercup, 
<laughs> like amazing. Yeah. I love mm. Buttercup. Yeah, I I didn't get really super connected Absolutely. to that game personally. That one didn't like mm. click on me, but uh, it was a unique design for sure. I'll give it that. Mm. Um, Ori and the Ori. Will of the Wisps. Yeah, I'm so immediately beautiful. like yeah. When the, when you mention Ori in any passing to me, I'm gonna be happy because that game is so good. The initial like Ori in the Blind Forest is an amazing game. That is like a must play. I heavily they showed us some it. boss battles from that. Yes, and yeah. The, the little spider that we saw in the very first Ori and the Will of the Wisps trailer was one of the boss fights, and yeah. that thing looked amazing. Yeah, I I'm genuinely super happy about that. I'm sad that it's like. It's happening February of next year, which is really like mm. upsetting to me personally because I feel it's been in development for a while. I kind of figured it was going to be out later this year. Kind of sucks that it's going to be out in February, but I mean, things happen. It's whatever. Um, Minecraft Dungeons. Honestly, it's literally, okay. it's literally it's, Minecraft Diablo. That, that's yeah, the weirdest that's exactly thing. It. It's like, <laughs> it sounds dumb when I say it. Mm. I actually looked at it and I was like, I could play this i i'm not yeah. entirely hating this like mm -hmm. when you say it when you say it out loud it's like that sounds stupid <laughs> yeah. that sounds stupid my You're first dumb. reaction to this was a facepalm but yeah. then as the trailer kept going i was yeah. like slowly getting so oh <laughs> yeah i was yeah. like okay i probably not the best game in the world but definitely not like it's not sellout garbage from what i saw it isn't yeah mm -hmm. yeah that, that was the thing that really actually shocked me about it blair witch so I personally really like horror games. So I'm stoked mm -hmm. about this. It's from the same developers of Layers of Fear. It's from the same yes. Layers of Fear like group. I'm At so the very excited. least, the art direction is going to be great. Yeah, it looks it looks like a ton of fun. I'm I'm really stoked for it. I'm yes, I'm a hundred percent down for it. Um, solid nope. No? What was that green? I'm a solid nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, nope. And then we start to get into like just a random indie game, Spirit Fair. That looked weird. Spirit <laughs> Fair looks so beautiful. I don't go to E3 for indie games explicitly. Like if I see indie games somewhere else, then I'm like I'm much more open to it. But when I'm normally going into this, I'm normally expecting like mm -hmm. big. We got big some game gameplay of the from the new Battletoads game. That's which... that's true. That actually shocked me. Also, yeah. So they had like quick. a splash screen of that like for like two seconds last year, and then since then there was radio silence, and now we yeah. got gameplay. Good. So they, they fixed the scooter sections. <laughs> Thank you. You can actually see what's in front of me. Oh man. <laughs> so real quick. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, Ned on air. Mm -hmm. Back back in the day, he used to work at GameStop mm -hmm. during the infamous 4chan raid. <laughs> <laughs> So immediately when I saw this this Battletoads, I called him and he didn't answer, so I left him a voicemail. I'm just like, so I don't know who this Ned guy is, but uh, I really hope this is GameStop, and I just really want the new Battletoads. <laughs> just like three minutes of me just being like, I I just want Battletoads. I really want Battletoads. Oh man. Um, oh, I want to kind of get away from the games real quick on Xbox. I want to talk about a couple of things that we saw. We've already talked about the Game Pass. I want to talk about the Xbox Elite Series controller, uh, mm -hmm. the version two. Uh huh. Um, just some like quick 
little things on it adjustable thumbstick tensioners uh shorter triggers bluetooth connectability interchangeable thumbsticks um it can have up to three presets that you can configure for different games um new rubber wraparound grip rechargeable with up to 40 hours of battery life and it's going to msrp for 180 dollars um do you guys think it's worth the pro- uh the price tag it oh, it's worth 180 dollars now <laughs> I, I didn't realize I was... that about <laughs> Here's the thing, though. They had a new controller, like the Elite controller last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, thought releasing another new controller this year was a bit overkill. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I actually, did not see the point. So I actually do like a lot of the things that you did mention. Like, for example, uh, joystick tensioners. That could be really handy mm-hmm. for someone, at least in my regard, where I have a 360. I don't have an Xbox One. So if I want to still mm-hmm. keep that 360 feel, I have that option there. Mm-hmm. Like, I have that ability. That's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like um, the different key bindings, essentially that's what I'm going to call because I don't play console really anymore. Um, mm-hmm. The key bindings are neat. Yeah, it's essentially the same thing. It was initially two on the last Elite controller. Now it's three. I feel like that's not a big jump. I feel like if they are really going to do a big jump, like maybe just have like, I don't know, some sort of way. More than three. A much more than three. Personally, I feel like that's important. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. the The charge time the battery life was something that a lot of people I know were really excited about. Um, it's like mm-hmm. 40, 40 hours uncharged, like 40 hours of just like raw usage, which is pretty good. I can't really argue that front. That's pretty solid, but $180 for a controller. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many features you're throwing out. I'm not buying $180. Wasn't the last one 150? Oh man, I wouldn't have bought that one either. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing was, the uh, Xbox was originally the cro- controller that you had to have AA battery. You had to yeah. buy a separate, yeah. a separate battery pack if you wanted yes. rechargeable. Yeah. And then my my thing is, if you're going to spend one hundred and eighty dollars, yeah. just go to Scuff and buy a Scuff controller. Exactly. You know, spend twenty twenty extra dollars and get like top of the line Scuff. Yeah, you could you uh, could easily probably buttons. buy like a modded controller that's mm-hmm. just like significantly better. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. $180 is ridiculous. That's like, or the, that's half the cost of a console. <laughs> as a controller, and, yeah, you could be building a computer and getting your skills on a mouse and keypad or, or <laughs> right? a keyboard for yeah, for $180. I mean, yeah, that's that's a CPU right there, a good CPU. Mm. Yeah. Um. Then the other question I had on this, because then we'll go on to uh, Codename Scarlet. Um, did you guys do you guys think the Xbox One needed any of these upgrades or anything like that? Um, any of the Scarlet upgrades? Is that what you're talking about specifically? Or no, are you talking the, about the the wireless controller, the the Elite controller? Not particularly. Do you guys think the X? No, no. If I, you're I've... playing on a console, anyways, I mean, I can't justify spending that much on a controller. Yeah, I, I have to agree on that front. I don't know. I mean, like, they're cool. They're neat things. I can't really argue mm. that. Like, having tensioners is pretty neat. Having, like, a control scheme, like, switches is pretty cool. But, like, $180 is far too ridiculous for anything of that sort. A controller is still a controller at the end of the day. Mm. Like, I'm not I'm not going to pay that. Um. So, yeah, no. I mean, it would be neat. It would be neat if that was just, like, a standard in, like, future controllers. It just seems mm. like throwing an elite tag on it and then making like a hundred dollars more than a basic controller is ridiculous. Mm. Okay. 
I couldn't um, justify I'll... putting one hundred and eighty dollars on a keyboard. Yeah, exactly. No. That was sure, my yeah. exact thought too. Like, if yeah. you're making me spend one hundred eighty dollars on hardware, it better be really good hardware because I'm not mm-hmm. spending it on controls. I could go if I really need a con- keyboard, I'll go buy a five dollar one if I have to have mm-hmm. one. There's no way, absolutely no way. <laughs> Um, then I want to go on to Codename Scarlet. So this is the next Xbox uh, console. Mm-hmm. They needed to announce that because Sony already made like an, mm-hmm. an announcement, basically. They needed so, to do that. Yeah, so this is going to be supposedly so powerful that it can offer up to 120 frames per second, um, up to 8K resolution. It's what is it going to support. Not saying mm-hmm. that the games are yeah. going to be doing that yeah. right out the gate, but it's going to support up to 8K resolution. Mm-hmm. It's going to include a solid-state drive, which is going to kill loading screens. Um, it will still have an optical disk drive. Um, it will support have backwards compatibility with xbox one controllers and accessories so Thank this God. new elite series mm-hmm. um <laughs> controller will uh be supported by this um i'm assuming probably all the other peripherals that you buy like maybe the connect or whatever will be mm-hmm. supported by this yeah um i when i saw this i'm seeing a lot of future proofing mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. seeing Microsoft like think really long game here and be like, yeah, we want this to r- last a while for people. And to me, it's almost like they, they, with the game pass service, they really want to try to like lock people in for a while. Yeah. Um, is yeah. what I'm seeing with this. Is that what you guys are? are you, is that what you guys are seeing? I mean, I just, that's what consoles are. <laughs> I, I understand why they announced it. Like I get that. But honestly, mm-hmm. I feel like it's really overhyped. Like, I don't I don't mm-hmm. care particularly. I mean, like, think about it this way. This is the way I think about it personally. The Xbox One was already like touted as like the the console masterpiece in terms of like performance mm-hmm. in comparison to the PlayStation 4. That doesn't realistically matter in the grand scheme of things. You better have like some fantastic exclusives in the console area. You mm-hmm. notice like, sure, they had an amazing like hardware, but I swear, I have seen so many more PlayStation users recently than Xbox by a landslide. Yeah, that's why we even most talked of about the before. Xbox games are on PC also. Well, like they're just not even that great. Even the exclusives that they announce, uh, it's like uh, State of Decay Two. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. and then that was so, like that was like their or... biggest announcement <laughs> in terms of like the Xbox One. Realistically, I can't think of mm-hmm. that many other things where they're all like, "This is fantastic." And sure, they have they have Halo Infinite coming out. That's their launch title. Okay, yeah, I cool. But that's one game. <laughs> that's just one. Mm-hmm. I can't be like realistically that hyped for it yet. That's my personal yeah, it's boat. True. It's way too early to get like really hyped on it. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I the biggest know. thing is the price. Like, uh, yeah, because they're getting the they have AMD building customs into CPU for it, and they're running the Navi gpu mm-hmm. but i mean with the uh zen 2 architecture cpus that are coming out now for amd they're not really concerned about like the actual price or the right. uh, cost effectiveness versus the power yeah uh, so it'll be really interesting to see the difference between buying an xbox one x versus actually picking up the new scarlet when it comes out and mm-hmm. the deadline a 2020 deadline that's that's quick yeah it's yeah. really quick and tiff even just said something in chat which actually is a really good point 
She's saying that if they're charging $180 for a controller, where are they going to charge for the console? That's a big, exactly. big point. Yeah. Yeah, because that is uh, not going to be cheap. There's no way. I like I'm expecting about the 450 mark somewhere around yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I can't justify buying a console for that amount of price personally. No. I can't. Yeah. So like seeing that is just kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I my think it, it, to really future proof it, I feel like they should have an interchangeable GPU. That would be good. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty big. Yeah, I have to agree on that front. But uh, that's the thing with consoles, though, too. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing with consoles is that the, it's not for a long life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it's max six six to ten years, and then out, you know, out with the new, or out with yeah. the old and with the new. Yeah. I, so, I think... I mean, it... Go ahead. I was gonna say, I feel like they're actually trying to transition away from consoles. I feel like that's probably gonna be like one of their last consoles that they're gonna announce, and they're gonna try to focus much more into the PC side of thing. I feel like I feel like the Xbox Pass PC is a big like that's their first starting step, but that's a pretty big starting step. You can't say the same mm-hmm. thing realistically about uh yeah like PlayStation at all. That's not yeah. really a thing, yeah. and like they're always going to have the better native support. It's Microsoft mm-hmm. here we're talking about. They're definitely always going to have the better compatibility on that front. So I feel yeah. like if they split their resources and try to focus more into PC, they'll be much better off. I personally mm-hmm. think that. So I think, yeah, this console's probably going to be one of the last ones personally. Maybe, maybe not. I could be wrong. I feel like personally they should just concede on the console market. Coming soon. Because like really PlayStation has been knocking it out of the park for a while. Like for a long yeah. while, I would just say scrap it at some point. Not necessarily now, obviously, mm-hmm. but like scrap mm-hmm. it and then move towards uh, PC. Pack it in, boys. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So real quick, let's just do like a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the Microsoft. Uh, uh, I w- wanted to move on because I have like a quick little mention on a couple of other games they showed. Oh yeah, go on ahead real quick. Yeah, so they showed off Microsoft Flight Simulator, which everyone in Germany lost their shit over because that did Germans really love their simulation yeah. games. It yeah. looks beautiful, I will admit, but the amount of people that lost their shit over this in here <laughs> was... I, I couldn't keep up. And then they showed Age of Empires 2 remake, and mm-hmm. then I yeah. lost my shit, so... Cool yeah, that, that's a really good one. Wasteland 3 looks fine. Uh, speaking of fine, they announced that they're buying Double Fine, which was coupled with Tim Schafer on stage and uh, showing off some Psychonauts 2, which was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was some Dragon Ball stuff, which I know some people that will be stoked about that, but my issue is that Dragon Ball games are pretty much the same story all the time. So yeah. I, it's, it's hard for me to muster up some uh, real hype for that one way of the woods was the other really beautiful indie game which was with the two deer uh, that were walking yeah. through stuff and they were apparently magical i had no idea mm. what the fuck was going on in the trailer but the game looked <laughs> beautiful <laughs> then kind of all gears of war stuff which we pretty much already covered uh yeah. dying light they showed some oh, stuff yeah. in there there was yeah. not too much new stuff that they announced with it but uh they showed off some some cool parkouring in there which you would expect Mm-hmm. Uh, then came the big fucking Lego car with the little Lego <laughs> expansion with Forza yeah, Horizon 4, which Forza. really got me. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I actually thought that that actually got me a little excited for Forza. Somebody that doesn't care about Forza watching the actual like in-game footage of it looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't opposed. Um, yeah. But but yeah, that's my little two cents on that one. Yeah, then they had like State of Decay 2, which... Eh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bandai Namco showed like the new Tales game, Tales of a Race, where a guy drew a sword out of some girl's flaming boobs. That was literally <laughs> all I can remember on that. Oh, and man. then they showed Elden Ring, which the Elden Internet Ring looks really about. good as well. Yeah. Yeah. Elden That's Ring. It's the George R.R. Really Martin. Yeah, from, from, from uh, software, George R.R. Martin, which is the same makers mm -hmm. of like the Dark Souls series. I'm really happy. I'm, I'm yeah, always going to be really happy when Prim Software announces a new game. That's just where I'm at. That, that was the last of my notes for this. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So, so overall, I gave a B. A yeah, solid in general, B. I think it was good. I, I don't have any issues with it. I There was some issues, console, controller, stuff like that. But like that's hardware. Mm. In terms of games, yeah. I'm actually I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Greenlee, what are you feeling on uh, the Microsoft? Uh, I, I was pretty solid with like a lot of the stuff that they announced. Again, I'm, I've never been an Xbox person. I I, mm -hmm. I started off on the original Xbox. Yeah. Um, mm. but I really lost interest when I went through five Xbox 360s of the Red Ring. <laughs> I don't think you look too well. <laughs> so <laughs> this one I switched also. to PS3. Yeah, but less. So, so I mean the. The games themselves that they were showcasing, I love that they're going to have, especially with, uh, you know, you have Steampunk 2077 looks absolutely mm -hmm. phenomenal. And I honestly, from this point going forward, watching that, if you put Keanu Reeves in anything, <laughs> that right? shit will sell. Yeah, you it basically just uh, Dorbin Reedus uh, cyberpunk. That's essentially yeah. what just happened. Keanu Reeves is the new Chuck Norris. Yeah, oh, so, he really is. Um, I'm so. going to give Microsoft a tacit thumbs up. You know, yeah. I, I would I have to as well. I mean, yeah. I a good. lot of the stuff felt like a cash grab. But other than that, like the games were, mm -hmm. were solid. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to have to agree on that one. Um, yeah. So next chronologically is Bethesda. Um, oh, boy. People, Matt, <laughs> they didn't have that work cut out for them. <laughs> so fan, if you can go through like just like the general uh game announcements yes real they quick and then we can get into the two things i want to talk about with bethesda because we mm -hmm. can we could sit here we could sit here and shit on bethesda for a while okay. so let's just go through the game announcements i want to talk about orion and i want to talk about fallout 76 specifically and then we can move mm -hmm. on from there uh, all so right let's get the game announcements so what the the very first thing that did was get all of the Fallout 76 stuff out of the way really quickly. Mm -hmm. So I, I just had the feeling that they want to get that over and done with and then start the pro conference proper, mm -hmm. which, you know, they kind of laughed about the bad PR they had, which I don't think was the right approach. Mm -hmm. But at the very least, they addressed it right away, which was the right thing to do, realistically. Yeah. Um, then follow 76 specifically, they uh, really celebrated themselves for the fact they put NPCs in the game, and somehow they got applause for it. Okay. And also they put well, a Battle Royale mode in the game. Hype. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Also they oh, put yeah, a Battle Royale mode in the game. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah. you know, we'll, sure. We'll get, yeah. yeah we'll get then Elder Scrolls same. Blades gets a Switch release. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty much the whole follow thing, uh, aside from them announcing that it's going to have like a free week or something. Mm -hmm. Then Shinji Mikami came out, uh, announced Ghostwire Tokyo, and then the cutest Japanese girl I've ever seen, like, <laughs> gave us a, tr a trip through the story, and she was great, and I won't uh, accept any other <laughs> opinions on that. She was fantastic. <laughs> the most memeable thing of this, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then ESO pretty much just announced that they have dragons and they uh, repeated that a couple of times. We have mm -hmm. dragons, we have dragons. The trailer they had for that was pretty cool. But yeah. um, 
the Dragonhold DLC is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also the card game got like an update, which mm-hmm. presumably just new cards and also dragons. They showed yeah. off a little uh, smartphone game called Commander Keen, which looked cute. Uh, for my cousin who was watching all of it with me, that was the best thing of the entire conference. I'm not even kidding. Hmm. So uh, I'm not really sold on it, but I'm also yeah. not a mobile gamer. So yeah, Rage 2 gets an update as well. Uh, which also brings cheat codes, which I wasn't aware is still something that's worth marketing about. <laughs> Wolfenstein ha- had some updates on the VR game that they announced last year and also um, Youngblood, which was also announced last year, which mm-hmm. they shot some gameplay for. And the gameplay looks actually pretty good. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. still a bit peeved that the gun models are still as big as they are. Um, then they had just some general announcement on how they... Oh, yeah, um, they kept showing some fans, some Bethesda fans that were talking about their own stories with Bethesda. Those felt mm-hmm. like time wasters to me. They yeah. were not necessary and didn't tell me anything at all. Then that came was... Orion, mm-hmm. which you wanted to talk about specifically, so I'm going to move on from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then there came the big Doom Eternal part, which they ended with. Yeah, And Doom Eternal had by far the most gameplay out of everything they've shown. The gameplay looked Mm -hmm. great. The soundtrack is by McGordon again, which I could tell, and I'm hyped for that. And Mm -hmm. that left me on such a happy note that my immediate response to the entire conference was giving them a B- minus before I realized that I was mostly talking about Doom and Ghostwire. So (laughs) I corrected that to a C. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's the rundown of all the announcements. Cool. So let's start with 76, right? New game mode, a bunch of, you know, NPCs and stuff like that that you can actually interact with. And there's going to be a story. Um, and I wanted to target a question at Ren. Yeah. Because you – does this update make you want to go play Fallout 76? If anything, it makes me angry because the way that they described it, they made it sound like it was all part of their master plan. That was the way mm-hmm. that they tried to talk about it was like, for year one, there was no NPCs. And then year two, they're coming back. And realistically, mm-hmm. it's like, no, everybody got mad at you. And then you had to yes, throw in yeah. something. Yes, and so then much yes. The other thing, because I'm, I'm going to try to keep it fast because I know we're running out of time here. But the other thing well, is like the NPCs, I don't expect <laughs> them to be good. If they have to rush mm. them out like this in the first place. At best, they're going to be Fallout 4 NPCs, which still suck. Yeah. Like, those aren't mm-hmm. good. Yeah. The way that they did their dialogue in that, it was very, like, d- choices matter, but not really. Nothing really matters. You can just talk shit at one person, and he'll still do whatever the fuck you need him to do. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I really, I'm very turned off from it, personally. And then when they threw yeah. out a BR into the mix, so the way they initially described it was, it was a game with like people that are amazing a wonderful community which in a sense is correct because they're really nice people because they want people to stay in the game but when you introduce a br you're introducing competitivity which is going to immediately turn that happy crowd of sunshine and rainbows into absolute assholes that's just how it goes (laughs) like there's no way around it so i don't know where they like why they mentioned that that seemed like the stupidest thing of all time that's my little Mm -hmm. that's that's that on that i'll Keeping it short, I could go on for like a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, I'm sorry, Green. Did you play any 76 or? I didn't. I had a, a few friends that were extremely hyped about it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I should maybe get it. And then once they played it for about two days, uh, and the uh, um, insane amount of shit they were talking about the game, I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. I'm so not spending the money for that. Does this get you interested in buying the game at all? Uh, I feel as though it is an insane cash grab. I like, uh, shut up and give me your money. Yeah. Uh, um, when they introduced the battle royale, so that mm-hmm. is going to be a solid no for me. Mm-hmm. I okay. agree. I'm I'm willing to try the P the uh, I'm on PC, so I'm willing to try. They said they're going to do a free trial offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might I might try it out and see what's going on with it. Um, yep. The free trial is until the 17th. Yeah, that was for next yeah. Um. And for people's reference, this is uh, mm-hmm. on the 11th. Uh, just real quick, is it? I mean, I'm cool if we do like an extra long podcast. I'm fine. We should it. because we have so many stuff left yeah. to mm-hmm. talk. About. I, I kind of uh, feel bad because there's a lot of stuff I really want to dive deep into, mm-hmm. but like I also don't want to <laughs> just like rush it. Yeah, I'm home alone. Um, the oh only person God. I was worried about was Fan because he's in Germany. Yeah, I, um, dude, I have like a seven hour pod, uh, not podcast, but a seven hour stream yesterday. And then mm-hmm. 40 minutes of break, then another two-hour stream, then I mm-hmm. get went to sleep, got up, prepared to stream for Nintendo, and then did EA afterwards. I'm good. Yeah. I have, like, <laughs> six energy drinks. Uh, I had six energy drinks about in the last two days. His real name yeah. is Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, the... Uh, before we get into Orion, actually, I want to talk about this Doom thing. Yes, um, that's a big announcement. That is huge. So the pricing uh-huh. or the the whole like collector's edition, just real quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they not learn their lesson? Nope. Like did Bethesda be like, we're gonna offer as a part of this collector's edition this, you know, what what we're marketing as a high, mm-hmm. you know, high dollar item. Uh, yeah. Fucking helmet. I'm like, you offered a canvas <laughs> bag. And then, We're already at next E3, and people still haven't gotten the canvas bag. <laughs> yeah, and people still haven't gotten like their fucking canvas bag that you promised them. Um, why are you promising something like this? Yeah. Um, why are you why are you promising a helmet? Because people think people are gonna think it's gonna be like a fucking like bicycle or like a not bicycle but a motorbike helmet that's gonna be re- really nice and sturdy and mm-hmm. might actually withstand a blow to the head. But we all know it's going to be some sort of cheap, flimsy mask that they're going to put oh, yeah. together out of fucking uh, paper mache. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like that to me. I'm instantly like, did, did you not learn your lesson? And people were snarking them on Twitter. Yeah. Like very fairly. I'm like, yeah, but that's you got to you got to watch the shit. Mm-hmm. As much as I'm hyped about Doom, and believe me, I was very hyped about Doom. I'm not even mm. thinking about getting the collector's edition. Yeah, I honestly that no. that like <laughs> completely blew past me when it got mentioned. I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Show me more gameplay. That was it. Mm. I gotta give props though. Like, so mm-hmm. for most of like the entire Bethesda conference, it was like five minute announcements, five minute mm. random garbage pandering talking. I really yeah. got mm-hmm. into detail on that yesterday. I got so livid about that, but. With Doom, it was like 20 minutes of just Doom gameplay. I have to give them massive props for that. Like I love that they props. ended on that. That was perfect. Yeah, mm. that was the only thing that actually like did anything for me in terms of the Bethesda conference. Everything else was just whatever. 
I didn't care. There was I don't think there was realistically any actual gameplay shown for the entire mm. conference except for Doom. Like not even the new yeah. game announcements. It was all cinematics. So yeah, like Ghostwire yeah, Tokyo like, still intrigued me though because I love mysteries and yeah. this mm-hmm. mystery plot seems really cool to me. Mm-hmm. Plus um the the Japanese lady whose name I actually wrote down, uh, Ikumi Nakamura. I followed her on Twitter. <laughs> she oh, she is the, you know, if you know, people start getting like kind of like angry when they see Todd Howard's face. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. need to start bringing her out more often. <laughs> <laughs> you replace Todd Howard. Get him out of here. Um, about Todd Howard, I, this time last year, I was of the opinion that Todd Howard is like the biggest asset that they have in terms of presenting because he's a great mm. presenter. Mm-hmm. But yeah. because of every line he said being like yeah. paired up against what the games actually ended up being, he yeah. lost so much credibility and oh, yeah. value over the year. I can't even believe how drastically his stock has fallen, even in yeah. my personal eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really heartbreaking, actually, to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the next thing I wanted to talk about in terms mm-hmm. of Bethesda was Orion. Yeah. Now, this is like a part of the whole streaming, video game streaming. Uh-huh. Um, this is specifically designed by the id Software folks. Um, and so it's it's game streaming technologies designed to optimize game streaming. Mm-hmm. Um by focusing and optimizing game engines themselves for for perform quote performance in a cloud environment as opposed in unquote as opposed to the hardware side of things. So if we think of Google Stadia, it's like yeah. how do we build this mega computer that a lot of people can get access to yeah. and do this? This seems to be like what if we just make the games better <laughs> yeah. stream? Yeah. <laughs> what if we just didn't um, release garbage? <laughs> That's a good well, question. So this was EA, what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's jumping on that horse though. I I'm have Everyone I'm is. Like yeah. I mean, yeah, Microsoft is even has the X Cloud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're announcing in their presentation too. Cloud feel- gaming, to be fair, has been a topic for a couple of years now. It's not yeah. a new thing. Just yeah, that well, like they, they have been working on it for so much that now they are ready to announce it, and it just happened to be all at once. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every, but it's just for me, it's like everyone's on that horse. I they're ready. It's like who can drop it first? Who can make the most money first? I'm gonna have to completely agree with you. And honestly, like the fact still stands, it's still really like not gonna be that great. Like sure. Sure, you're dealing with bandwidth issues, right? So, like, you don't need the best internet in the world, but you're still going to struggle on that latency. No matter what you do, latency will always be an issue. That's just, like, a core thing of that structure in the first place. So, I don't know. I'm very... I I didn't care when they mentioned that. I was like, okay, whatever. All right. Especially with someone who mains first-person shooters. Like, even going from a regular... HD TV to a gaming monitor mm-hmm. is a huge difference. So yeah. taking that from an internet perspective, yes. when you're playing with multiple people and you're fighting against multiple people, it's 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 not going to connect in yeah. the way that people are thinking. It's going to be like, oh, I can spend this ten dollars a week, I can play these games, and it'll be just like I have a three thousand dollar computer build or yeah. uh, two yeah. Xboxes, a PlayStation. Like it's not going to be the same. It's yeah. You're, Single player games are going to be great. They're going to be yeah. good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, 
when you're going up against like people with the owning the game uh and having that physical copy and playing it on their own console you're gonna get smoked you're it's the just because they have that connection and that speed they mm-hmm. don't have to worry about a third party getting that set up for them they have yeah it all ready to go and their own system is doing that for them yeah so it, it it makes a huge difference. People, a lot of people don't realize it, but I mean, the hardcore people do that that yeah. know what they're doing and have built their stuff. They're they they know what's up. Yeah, yeah, and like that, the one hundred eighty is base latency. That's not that's including. Huge. That's not including multiplayer latency. That's not including connecting to game servers, mm-hmm. like. If say it, it doesn't even matter at that point what the game server latency is, you're still going to struggle. 180 latency is just at the cusp where you really start to notice it. Like you really feel it in a lot of titles. So like yeah. anything past that's a big deal. That's a huge issue. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I if if in my eyes, if uh game streaming was really going to cut it, it would have to be like it would have to be just below a hundred, just mm. below it, and even at that point, that's really unrealistic to acquire anytime soon. That I mm. really doubt that one. Um, but yeah, that's that's just kind of my stance on it. I don't latency know. issues I, are going to get pre- uh, prominent because everyone is pushing for better graphics at the moment. So you can't yeah. have mm. both. You you can either yeah. focus on cooler art styles but less fidelity, then you're going to get uh, less latency, or you push the graphics all the time, then you're going to have latency issues. Mm-hmm. Well, like, That's so the key it. issue is, like, it's not even necessarily from uh, the developers. Like, there's not really anything Stadia can realistically do about that. It's whatever, like, their internet connection is. You have to have fiber, like, everywhere in order to really seriously acquire any decent connection for that sort of thing. If you live in a fiber area, you might be fine. You might be golden. But then you also have to have the fiber, too. Exactly. That's the issue. It's it's a huge to, issue like that. Yeah, because a lot of people, if if they don't want to spend the money to build the PCs or you know buy yeah. the, the new gen consoles and stuff like that, they're yeah. probably not going to want to drop a hundred dollars a month on on mm-hmm. one gigabit fiber yeah. optic internet. They're gonna. They're, I, I'm not even on fiber internet, <laughs> and like I'm not spending a hundred and twenty dollars just for internet. Yeah, I mean, no, it's not happening. I completely I mean, agree. Realistically, I don't I don't need that much. I mean, yeah. 300 megs down is is fine. And mm-hmm. you know, as long as I have a good upload speed for gaming and streaming, mm-hmm. I don't I don't need that much. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't I be forced to need that either. I I just noticed that I skipped the note mainly because the note just read death loop. And there was another <laughs> game that showed, but they didn't show any yeah. gameplay of it. They should just yeah. They just yeah. saw the showed a little thing about and I thought the concept was cool. So mm-hmm. I thought I'd throw that in before we go over to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. The next one being Devolver. Oh uh, my god, they were so great. Devolver, <laughs> regardless, honestly. So the way I always see Devolver uh, conferences, it's not even really about the games. It's just about mm-hmm. having an entertaining conference to begin with. That is like mm-hmm. their sole component. And then like people will look at Devolver and be like, they're pretty awesome. I might as well buy their games. Exactly. So like, so and since last uh, yeah. year they have a storyline. Yeah, I got I got to give it credit to them on that one. 
while they don't necessarily do a good job presenting their games. Not saying their games are bad, they just don't really focus on it in terms of like actual yeah, the, conferences. The fact that the developer conferences usually are, uh, I'm going to say, say that now because the con- this year's conference was a bit different. But normally what they do is like they have like a fake stage and they have like mm-hmm. uh, the same audience footage getting looped all the time. And it's like very obviously fake. And then they have yeah. Nina Strathers, who is played by Maria Zook, who I also follow on Twitter because she's amazing. Um, <laughs> she is just like cursing all the time and killing people and it's really awesome and this year what they did is that they because last time they, uh, um, Nina Stratos died and now the, they had to present it in her mind so they made like a Devolver Direct and they spoofed on Nintendo Direct and yeah. they censored Nina all the time but she was still like <laughs> ripping some guys' throat out and stuff so yeah. it was not really censored but she couldn't swear that was oh, great <laughs> Uh, in terms of the games I'm just going to rush through that Mm -hmm. Uh, the first thing that showed was Fall Guys which is basically Takeshi's Castle but with little bean guys and one winner at the end that that one looked fun it was you know it was fine Mm -hmm. then they announced the Volvo Digital Bootleg which is basically a a thing that you could buy on Steam which is a a little uh, it's a little compilation of like them ripping off their own games and selling that thing <laughs> to you. <laughs> it's something so insane that oh, on the it's on sale right now with a one percent discount if you're yeah. interested. Yeah. <laughs> the savings. Yeah. God, they're oh, cheeky. Man. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Then they presented Carrion, which is basically you're playing a tentacle monster that kills people and gets bigger over time. Mm-hmm. It okay. kind of reminds me of a couple of Edmund McMillan uh, ideas thrown together. The level design reminded me a bit of like Meat Boy, the way mm-hmm. that you jump over uh, walls and stuff. And then uh, also the tentacle thing is like, I think Triagnit is the name of the other game that he had where you play the spider and you control the limbs. Mm-hmm. And also the the way the controls looked like, it reminded me of Gish. Mm. So it's like a mashup of three Edmund McMillan games, but with a space alien setting. And that was like the best thing they've shown, I think. Yeah. Then they announced an arcade game for 2020. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that one caught me off guard. Yeah. (laughs) It's a a spoof of Enter the Gungeon, House of the Gun Dead. And it's an Mm. honest to God arcade game shooter. Yeah, it's an actual arcade. Actually, ship cabinets to actual places. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Nice. It's only only $5,000. That's not bad. Definitely. For an arcade cabinet? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then they showed like a pixely side scroller ninja game called The Messenger Picnic Panic. Mm-hmm. Then they had like a, a little trailer for a game that they showed last year, My Friend Pedro, which still looks amazing. And then that was pretty much everything they announced, just like yep. a couple of small games. Yep. I didn't grade this because I never grade Devolver. I don't mm-hmm. know how I would grade them. Yeah. A lot of the titles they, that they do they show the are actually. on really a little good. Terminator note. <laughs> oh. A lot of the titles that they did show, Carrion, it it looks decent. Like, I I don't really have any issues with it. Air of the Gungeon is a meme. I'm going to be dead honest with you. The game, the initial Mm. game, Air of the Gungeon is really good. Heavily recommend. I'm not going to recommend an arcade cabinet for (laughs) $5,000. You can't make me. Um, I'm sure that they will put it to PC eventually. The Messenger Mm. does actually, I've heard of it before, and it does look really good. It's it's very Ninja Um, Mm Gaiden-esque. Looks really, really dope. I have to give it credit on that one. And uh, my friend Pedro, I actually saw it on Steam 
before the conference started. And I didn't realize, like, it didn't make the connection at all. I just saw it and I was like, why is... So the the main screen of uh, my phone, Pedro, is like a banana with a face. And that immediately yes. caught my attention because I was like, what <laughs> is happening with this game? What yeah, is going on? I was on? also in the trailer talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, and I watched I watched the trailer that they had on that, and I actually thought it looked really good. It looked like a pretty mm. solid game. It looks like an indie game, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. I I thought it was decent enough. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. It, it was solid. I'd give it a thumbs up on that one, to be honest. Cool. Uh, thumbs up from you, Green? Did you watch it at all? or uh, I thought it was... <laughs> it was a solid presentation, and the games look good. Um... I'm like uh, on the fence with it because with my whole my whole issue with E3 is it's been moving it's been moving away from the trade show aspect and, and mm-hmm. it's been really solidly marked as uh pushing for marketing. Yeah. So yeah. like that part of the the whole whole thing uh was like I hated that it was like really pushed towards marketing. Mm-hmm. However, the way they did it actually made me enjoy it. Even yeah. though, like, I probably wouldn't get these games. Yeah. yeah, I actually enjoyed what they were doing, versus like the blatant, obvious marketing schemes, like yeah. with Microsoft's controller and mm-hmm. and uh, you know Bethesda, everything Bethesda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, because with it, it's just it's they're supposed to be showing what's new and innovative, so yeah. it peaks. It's not open up your wall. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. on the fence, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, but still on the fence with it. Yeah. Cool. So you, that Danny? was Devolver. Yeah. Do, do you have any opinions um, on this one, Danny? I don't. Oh. I watched a little bit of it. Oh, that's I right. You did. Okay. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Devolver started right when I got back to this new apartment. Uh huh. And like, I turned it on for a little bit. I'm like, I can't pay attention to this because <laughs> I'm still unpacking. Yeah. Like all, so like a like a little cost saving tip for for everyone out there, um, if you're getting ready to move out and like start living out on your own, like ask like for gifts, ask for you know useful things like kitchen <laughs> supplies. But you know what comes at a cost for that? When you finally get to open up all that stuff that you've been <laughs> waiting to open up for two years, you got to throw it all in the dishwasher and unpack it, and it all comes in plastic and paper. Oh, and so you're God. ripping off all that stuff. Um, <laughs> so next I have chronologically here, the uh, PC gaming. Oh my God. Was that a bag and a half? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I heard this was really cringe. Yeah. I, this is a very close second in my eyes to Bethesda in terms of the worst one. It's Bethesda <laughs> did a bad job in like every shape and form, mm-hmm. like by far, literally the good stuff wasn't even like the best ever, but, uh, PC, the, that conference was not good I tried to watch it. it. I almost fell asleep watching it. I was like, this is... One was bad. One was raw bad. This one was just straight up boring. I the thing with PC it. gaming, uh, they have this every year. Well, first of all, when they started off, that was literally a talk show. Mm-hmm. And they moved away from that to a normal presentation last year, where they also had the same setup as this time, where you have Day 9 and you have Frankie Ward. Who is the meme queen of this whole thing? I mean, she is mm-hmm. a great presenter normally. I don't know why she hems it up so much on E3. Yeah. But, you know, it's just her. She had a shark costume on at one point. It was. Mm. It's, but yeah, uh, they, they basically. 
they basically snowball back and forth. They invite indie devs on to talk about their game. And because of that, they sometimes overrun. They didn't this year. Um, mm-hmm. And also, the rest of the time, they're just back-to-back short trailers. Sometimes some some little indie game trailer is just shoved between two segments and no one talks mm-hmm. about it and it gets lost in the shuffle. Because also, they have so many games in there. Yeah. It's tiresome after a while. They had like two yeah. hours of time or something. They had a huge amount of time, yeah. It did not make any sense. I thought they should have, like, nailed it down. It seemed like a conference that should have lasted an hour. And then they were just Mm -hmm. like, let's just throw out a bunch of random stuff. Just because. And Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest, that lady kills it for me every year. I swear. (laughs) Because, like, every time, it's just, like, the cringiest thing that she'll say. Like there was there was this vampire game that was announced, and then she just started yeah. talking about vampire puberty out of nowhere, like just out of Bloodlines the blue. True, and it was like, what is happening at this conference? Uh, what is going on? I couldn't uh, I couldn't deal with it. I don't know. <laughs> there was one game that I mean, looked okay. There was like a shark game that looked neat. Man Eater. They presented that one last year as well. Yeah. That was the yeah. one where she had the shark costume on, actually. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I tried my best to just like not look at her. And just focus on anything else. But like I say, uh, I follow her other stuff. She's usually really professional and really cool. I don't know why she is going in this direction on E3. I, I don't, don't know why, why that is. I don't know either. It feels like if Devolver, Devolver really just didn't know how to be Devolver in the slightest. <laughs> She's like, no, everybody loves cringe. What do you mean? I'll just be really cringy on stage on purpose without like actors and without a script and they were just put on stage talking about everything yeah. that the world publishes that free reigns yeah 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 it was not the was big thing boring. this year with pc gaming uh, was how many of the games announced in here more so than any other conference will be epic mm-hmm. store exclusive that was a big mm. thing. And the very mm-hmm. first thing I noticed was that Epic was actually a, a sponsor of mm-hmm. this year's gaming yeah. show. So I was immediately like red flags going off all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, to be fair, while it did crop off every now and again, uh-huh. most of the time they tried to lowball it. Like either they didn't talk about it at all or they didn't uh, yeah. like hint at it or anything. You could just see the Epic logo in the bottom corner or something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not the Steam logo, and it was your hint. Sometimes yeah. they just said it's going to come to the Epic Store, and mm-hmm. they didn't really dwell on that at all. So they really lowballed it because I guess they had, like, uh, that was what Epic wanted. Them not yeah. really drawing attention to it too much. Uh, the yeah. biggest one of the Epic Store exclusive one, I don't want to go chronologically to all the games because there's way too much. Yeah. But um, the biggest Epic Store exclusive one and the biggest game they had there was Shenmue 3. And that caused mm. a shitstorm. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's another issue that I do have with it too. So, you, you mentioned Shenmue Three as like the biggest one announced. Borderlands mm-hmm. Three was also announced there for like about not even a minute. It was quite <laughs> literally like I didn't even know they were talking about Borderlands Three for a while. They had the people on the stage not showing Borderlands anything in the background or mm-hmm. anything. And then they were just all like, yeah, there's this and this and this. And they didn't even mention what game it was. And I was like, I don't yeah. know what's happening. And then just out of nowhere, it was Borderlands 3 for 30 seconds. And then they left. And it was like, Yeah, I mean, what? I did notice that it was Borderlands because they used like a trailer snippet that we've already seen for the most part. Yeah. 
Yeah. But if they, like, uh, I think a lot of people wouldn't have guessed it was Borderlands 3 if they didn't show it at the end. Yeah, they did yeah, a really like horrible job, like, talking about that covering, one. They were just covering their face, like, oh, Borderlands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't be honest, please. Don't <laughs> we don't want to bring out we don't want to bring out who's the ceo of gearbox that everyone just oh I uh, like randy pitchford yes yeah. that's the same please don't ask us for randy please don't ask us for randy <laughs> <laughs> we're going to yeah. talk about randy later because he was part of another conference i, I oh. just i couldn't believe that they didn't show him really like at all they didn't show like anything in terms of like mm-hmm. Borderlands 3, though, that really caught me by surprise. Like, it's PC gaming mm-hmm. and it's brought to you by Epic. That's like their one giant ass title is Borderlands yeah. 3. And they're all like, no, 30 seconds, that's fine. Let's move on. <laughs> Kidding. Um, I think the biggest thing that it did for me, like watching the clips and stuff, was mm-hmm. like, did, did you all used to watch G4, the G4 yeah. channel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It no. made me miss Attack of the Show. Yes, I agree. <laughs> They used to cover E3 so well mm-hmm. and like actually bring out the aspect of like what's being showed and stuff like that. And then it's like they're trying to recreate that with this bit and it just does not work. Yeah. Yeah. What's on yeah. top of that, Sarah Underwood? <laughs> so going through the notes that I had on this, it wasn't like I didn't make a note on everything. Like there were mm-hmm. multiple vampire games. There were multiple games where you built something on Mars. I didn't make a note on everything. Yeah. Um, the first note I had is Evil Genius that. 2, which looks fun. Mm-hmm. Um, then they had Chivalry 2, which is also that, an Epic Store exclusive. Yeah, that one was a big one. That A lot of people were pretty excited about that one. Um, I didn't play Chivalry. I didn't play the initial one. That was, that was, yes, you're, you're already thinking of the right game, if that's what you're wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Danny. The, 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 the Wizards game that never came out? I believe no. no, 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 no. It's no, the no. nice game. Yeah, it's it's a night nice game. No, 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 no. What, night I'm, game. what I'm saying is that there was a game that that developer was also supposed to be putting out that was basically oh, I believe so, yes. but as wizards. Yes. But oh, then, definitely. Sure. Okay. Okay. I will have to look that up at some point. But okay, Chivalry Two. Yeah. Then they had they spent a lot of time on this one actually. Midnight Ghost Hunt, which is a multiplayer like you have a group of players mm-hmm. that play like ghost hunters and then you have other players that play ghosts it's basically prop hunt but with like a lot a lot of extra mechanics on top of it that okay. one looks fun i'm not a big mm-hmm. multiplayer person but i would try that that sounds and, like a good salt inducing one for friends mm-hmm. <laughs> then i showed a trailer for a game uh, named mosaic mm-hmm. which is a very gray game with a beautiful art style but they didn't ta- tell about it. they didn't talk about it at all it was just sandwiched mm-hmm. between other stuff yeah. Right after that, like this was between Ghost Hunt and Chivalry. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, then there was a game called Unexplored 2, which also looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That had like really cool creature design and everything. They had a curved monitor. I just literally just wrote curved monitor. <laughs> I have no idea why I even wrote that down. I didn't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. They had a Conan uh, RTS. Where yeah. I, my note literally says, what's with all those Conan games coming out recently? <laughs> <laughs> but I would try that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, they announced Conan Chop Chop, which was an April Fool's joke that they actually made into a real game. It's basically yeah. uh, Don't Starve, but with Conan and little yeah. uh, stick figures. All right. Age of Wonders Planetfall is the new Paradox strategy game, which is mm-hmm. batshit insane. It has like, uh, it's basically Civ. But the factions you can play are either 
Alien Zombies, um, Dinosaur Mutants, oh, or Big Macs. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the one that shot penguins? I'm pretty sure it is. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Sniper Elite Monster. 4 was just I, I didn't like the trailer of that. It was mm -hmm. Um, then I made a jump to Planet Zoo, which is by the Planet Coaster people. Um, I, I know okay. a lot of people were really excited about that one. I looked at it and I didn't care, but I talked to a few people and a few people were actually really stoked about that. It so, looks I mean, good for a zoo game if that's what you're into. It's by the Planet like yeah. it's by the Planet Coaster games who made the better uh, uh, roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. So I'm I can't imagine this being bad, but it's very niche. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And what's the Shenmue three thing which we talked about? Mm -hmm. Um, let me see. The ancestor was this little way you play apes, and mm. you kind of go through a thing that was also, I think, Epic Store exclusive. I didn't make a note on it, but I think it was part of the Epic like game reel that they showed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then was this little uh, Borderlands three thing. Uh, then came Manita, which is the game where you play the shark and you eat everything and you get bigger and more strong. And then what one looks fun as hell. Yeah. New game by the Her Story guys called Ter Telling Lies. Now you have multiple people whose conversations you can look into, and it's looking cool. Mm -hmm. I still have to play Her Story, but I own it, so I'm going to do that pretty soon, I think. Yeah. Definitely... is a... yep, uh, I was going to say, that's definitely actually... So the Her Story game is actually a really unique take. So essentially the way it is, for people that don't know, it's not necessarily even really a game. What you're doing is you're watching multiple videos and you're trying to figure out the story about that particular person, yes. what happened to them, things like that. It's in the same exact kind of realm as that. Definitely unique, not for everybody, but like if if that's the kind of thing you're into, this will definitely 100% be up your alley for sure. I really doubt otherwise. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, very that's, that's yeah. an important note because that game, not a lot of people know about the Her Story games and things like that. Um, but yeah, they're always they're always interesting at the like, yeah. minimum. Yeah, you can my always, next like... Note is, my next note is more Warframe stuff, which they have every year. Mm -hmm. uh, then a, a little stealth game with a comic look that's called El Hio. That one looks okay. cute. It reminded me a bit of the stealth levels in Wind Waker, but in a desert setting. Mm -hmm. Baldur's Gate 3... Die. Baldur's Gate 3 oh. is a big announcement. That one's huge. Yeah, yeah. That one's absolutely massive, yeah. And they made a big deal out of it as well. They spent a lot of time on this. Mm -hmm. My notes are very sparse because I know what to expect from a Baldur's Skate game. Yeah. Uh, but I am looking forward to this one. Yeah. And that's the end who... of my notes, actually. Yeah, for those okay. who don't know, the people that made Baldur's Skate are also the people that made uh, Divinity, Original Sin. Mm -hmm. So chances are, if you're going to like that one, you're probably going to love uh, Baldur's Gate. I really mm -hmm. doubt otherwise. I'm stoked for it, and I don't even play Baldur's Gate. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, I was thinking of giving them a C plus, mainly because mm -hmm. I love the indie games they showed. If you're not into indie games, you would probably give them a lower grade, but that would put them below Bethesda. Yeah, in my yeah. personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Ren, I I didn't think it was that great. I think the only like real announcements that mattered was I I didn't even really care about Chenmu because it didn't look like mm -hmm. graphically appealing. It looked like it was still like it didn't look like a current gen title. Um, Baldur's Gate, big announcement. I was so shocked that they just like completely bypassed uh, Borderlands. They talked about it for 30 seconds, then moved on. Mm. And then like they gave the same amount of time slots as like every indie game to Borderlands, mm. which didn't make sense to me in the slightest. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as a conference, like actually as an entertaining conference, I give it like 
zero. Like at least with mm. Bethesda's, it was while it was bad, they didn't like totally botch the conference itself. Um, mm. but in terms of games, it's like just barely above. It barely above Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that's that's my vote on that one. Okay, uh, green. I I would say I'm indifferent on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, especially when um, it's like backed up by Epic. Like a lot of, <laughs> of epic push is just that I'm just keep my hands bleed. Yeah. yeah, you want to keep you want to get the taste of epic keep, out of your mouth. Keep it, keep it clean. Just gotta keep it clean. <laughs> um, the next one, uh, fan is this? It's limited run. Is that yes. right? I think I'm the only one who actually seen it out of all of us, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I didn't watch. So it. let me just give a backdrop. I mean, we don't have to run through the games too much mm-hmm. because all they do is they take games that are only digital released or really, really old, and they mm-hmm. give them a new physical release on different okay. systems. That's their niche. So uh, mm-hmm. the presentation is basically, for me, it's just reminding myself what games are out there. Yeah. Um, but their presentation style is very unique because basically they do this digital stage thing, but they take it literally. It's literally a flat, shaded stage uh, with fake audience, as in they are just... Out, cut out pictures of people and they're actually like um, cut out mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, and even the people that are on stage are cut out and flat. Last year they were a bit more flat and they did a bit more with the digital stage in and on itself. So I would say last year's presentation was a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they did the same thing again and the, the running gag is basically that because the audience is literally just cut out of pictures, they also put in like a single person who is then in a seat and then you have like one guy clapping and like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> and that's just... It's a, it's, a, it's a funny thing to watch, but it's also a 40-minute presentation, so the joke is yeah. going to get old if you're not interested in like actually yeah. what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of the stuff that they announce is not really important. I think... The stuff that is important to mention is they have they announced their last lineup for Vita releases before they're going to uh, not do anything for Vita again because the Vita's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the stuff that they uh, are going to bring out for Vita is Atari Flashback Classics, uh, two Damascus Gear Operation titles, Osaka and Tokyo, Deadbolt, mm-hmm. Guacamelee, Metal Slug 3, Papers, Please, which is the biggest one out of those, I think. Mm-hmm. Picks the that Cat. Yeah, Revenant Dogma, Rocket Birds, and Rocket Birds Two, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe that's it for Vita. No, they have also Tales from Space Mutant Bloods Attack. They have a few Switch releases, mainly Two Rock One and Two, mm-hmm. and um, the biggest one for Switch that they had was the the little. Um, I didn't write down the name of the game. I just noticed, but it was this little <laughs> Sonic fan game that became a game in its own right. Uh, Freedom mm-hmm. Planet. There we go. That that one is coming out for Switch now. Mm-hmm. And they ended with like a whole bunch of stuff. Literally every Star Wars game you could ever think of. Um, they will bring back for different consoles. I'm not gonna list on all of them, but uh, that's a big one. Uh, Transistor okay. gets a Switch release. They will be handling the collector's edition of Shenmue 3. That was pretty much mm-hmm. the only thing that wasn't just uh, we're releasing an old game. Mm-hmm. And uh, they brought back two FMV games, like from the earliest uh, uh, 3DO, I think, was the name? Mm. 
the little uh, thing where Night Trap was on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, two games from that era. Corpse Killer, which is like a really cringy B-movies <laughs> um, thing. And mm-hmm. then uh, another one, which I... Oh, yeah, Double Switch. Double Switch was the other one. Okay. That's basically uh, it. I would give a, a C because okay. it was too long. But, yeah. you know, it, it had its charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ubisoft real quick. Let's just oh. do some highlights on Ubisoft. Oh, I can, I can nail that. So we got Watch Dogs Legion. That game looks phenomenal. That was probably mm-hmm. like Cyberpunk is my like top, and then really close is Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, I, I've seen the original Watch Dogs games; they don't look really interesting. They're kind of whatever. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion right. takes it's it's a very unique take on it, where uh, it's almost to the degree of like you you collect random people off the street as playable characters. And if they die, they're dead forever. That's kind mm-hmm. of like the main thing around it. So you can play and like you can find an old lady like on the street and you can you can hack into her life. One. You can hack into her life and make her a playable character. And then you mm-hmm. can get like an entire squad of old ladies and like that will be your entire group. I thought it was an amazing idea. Sounds dumb, yes. but like what they yes. showed in terms of gameplay was good. What they showed in terms of concept <laughs> was fantastic. I was just over overall really excited about that. The fact that it had yeah. a ton of gameplay really sold it for me. That's the thing that by far made it so close to that. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, I spent 20 minutes on that. And so, before that, the only thing that was before that was like a symphony of uh, like it was an overture from uh, all those Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed games. It was like a little overture that was to yeah. advertise a tour. And that was the only thing about Assassin's Creed that we had this year, which was kind of surprising to me. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. a few there was a few really weird things that they announced. So there was that. But I, I I feel like that's not a thing that's relevant to an E3 conference. And then they it had isn't, a, but it was a nice start. <laughs> they had a, one of the people from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia show up on <laughs> screen. So this this was like no sense at all to me. They they're making a new show about like game development for the Apple TV Plus. <laughs> for, okay. Explicitly the Apple TV Plus. What land? Mm. I don't know how many of you own an Apple TV Plus. I don't even barely know what that is. So like <laughs> I'm good on that front. <laughs> well, yeah, the Apple TV, I think the plus is like their their yeah their service. service yeah but like that's mm-hmm. still so dumb so dumb i figured like yeah netflix exists for a reason which is it where is. i'm gonna get into another thing which is also really weird division's making a movie i guess and that's oh, yeah, going on netflix that. okay that's going mm-hmm. on netflix i don't know what that's about but i mean at least it's on a service that yeah. exists and matters so there's that mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm so glad um, that they're I'm so glad that they picked their their most boring franchise to make a movie about. I just I can't I'm very glad that. about that. I was shocked. Uh, they talked about Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I'm not a big Ghost Recon ga- like fan, but like any person I know of that's even remotely thought about Ghost Recon has been super stoked about this. And they brought out to the uh, Shane from Walking Dead on stage. He was on mm-hmm. stage um, uh, talking about Frank it. That was Castle. a thing. Yeah, yeah, from uh, Punisher. Yeah, 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 yeah. So much. Um, 
yeah, he was on stage for a bit. Um, and then they talked. Okay, there's there's a bunch of really stupid stuff they talked about. Too. Here's another thing that I didn't see coming: Adventure Time in Brawlhalla. I was just getting to that, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Adventure Time is now crossing over with Brawlhalla, so if you do play it, and there are people that do play Brawlhalla, but I have given zero, like, anything Brawlhalla, Brawlhalla ever. Um, mm -hmm. That's a thing. They, they have playable characters. For Honor got talked about, and I thought that game was so far dead, like, beyond dead. I didn't dead. expect them to have anything for that, no. I guess just there's an expansion. There, there's just an expansion uh, happening. We did, we could like uh, expect Just Dance. I didn't expect them to tone it down so much. Like it was pretty tame for Just Dance standards. Mm -hmm. Um. What else? Uh, they talked about the Siege's new update. The uh, the new season started. Um, apparently. Mm -hmm. So I've actually been stopping on playing uh Siege for like the past like month, just because the recent patch was really really bad. Like it felt mm -hmm. really horrible in terms of gameplay. Um, from what I've heard from a bunch of people I've been playing and from what I saw, it looks a lot better now. Like, a lot better. So that's a big plus. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is getting a story creator, which I have no idea how that's gonna work. But, if you play Odyssey, you might be really intrigued by that concept. So that's a thing. Um, and a new and... game by the people that made it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Called uh, Gods and Monsters. Yeah, I'm, I'm going like to get that one. has like a little thing going on with it. Yeah, so they kind of just talked about that one for about like 30 seconds. They really didn't get like all into it. Um, it was their last thing that they announced was yeah. just mm -hmm. that. And basically, all I thought was uh, Breath of the Wild. That was immediately my first like <laughs> concept. It does look different, mm -hmm. obviously. Like there's, it's a lot more monster focused, I guess. But like, mm -hmm. it did really have like a Breath of the Wild feel to it in terms of like uh, design. Mm -hmm. Um, I made a note on Roller Champions, which was this really weird sports game that just had, a, I think, the concept of it is phenomenal. They basically combined a bunch of sports uh, into like a basketball-y, but yeah. on roller skates, and it has a, the uh, art style of Jet Set Radio. Yeah, so, so apparently roller skates are cool again. That's a thing. <laughs> um, uh, so I actually, one of my friends, he was on the podcast before. He did try it out the other mm. night, and it actually does look fun. I'll give it credit. It looks fun in terms of gameplay, and he actually had a good time playing it. So it's it's a pre-alpha demo, whatever, $60 title. Mm. Roller skates, competitive roller skating is a $60 title. Immediately killed it for me right there. I genuinely yeah, thought this was going to be a free-to-play game from what I saw. Yeah. From like what they showed, it did not look like anything that really amounted to that exactly so i was i was no. definitely shocked on that one i would um, have expected that somewhere around the 30 dollars but full price is too much yeah, yeah, 30 dollars would still be too much to, yeah to yeah be um, i expected it somewhere there big announcement i'm really excited for uh rainbow six quarantine which is mm -hmm. a nice announcement it's a three-player tactical co-op game pve using the characters from siege I'm pretty down yes. for that. As somebody that doesn't really like Siege, I'm totally into it. I'm super excited. I'm stoked. And it looks like a horror aspect kind of game also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I thought really, it was really going really to be like that. an additional mode for like Rainbow Six Siege. Uh -huh. like, mm -hmm. like Call of Duty Zombie mode. That was what I first thought. But then they said yeah. it's going to be a standalone game. And I'm like, hmm, yep. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They did do a um, they did a zombie 
like yes. mode for a little bit, like a limited run zombie mode. Yeah, I believe Siege. that was Operation Red Sky. I think I believe that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. Um, they just kind of did it as like a little thing to play. And from what I've heard, it's OK. It's nothing like really amazing, yeah. though. It's pretty basic. Um, but I'm excited to see what they do on this uh, as like its own standalone IP. Really, mm-hmm. really pumped to see that. Um, they they announced... spend way too much time on uh, the division in general. Like, yeah, yes, more year one stuff and also episodes. And I didn't really pay attention. I didn't yeah. care. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. I kind of completely agree. I mean, Division Two, from what I've heard, if you're like a Division fan, it's the best one by far. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's really good. Um, it has colors. That's a change. Yeah, uh, it's it's gonna be having a uh, trial, like a free to play trial, um, from the 13th to the 16th. So that's something if you want to try it. I'm probably gonna do that. Um, but yeah, it, it's that. It's Division Two. If you like Division Two, mm. you're probably gonna love this. Um, but they announced this part blew my mind. So they're at this point they're announcing really phenomenal titles back to back mm. to back, and I'm really stoked at this point. And then they announce a new mobile strategy game called Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, which is basically just taking random characters from all of the other, like, Clancy IPs and just throwing them into a mobile game. I was so confused by the concept of this. They were doing phenomenal for, like, the entire E3 except for that, and I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) What's happening? that's why they kind of fell off, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's... final. What? It's a um, Final Fantasy Tactics, but basically. for Tom Clancy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> essentially, yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe it. Um, so that's that. Uh, we talked about Just Dance. I don't care about Just Dance. Mm. It exists. Yes, he has a big announcement yeah. that they made. They they announced their Uplay Plus thing, which is basically, I think, their competition yes. with Origin. Yes, and then they which is that this huge. will also come to Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. It's, I think yeah. the first mention of Stadia up on this point until it uh, unless it came out uh, up in the PC gaming thing, but I didn't yeah, so, think it did. So, so in the Uplay Plus thing, the things I'm really excited about, um, Division Two actually is in it, I believe. Um, so Division Two is in it, so you don't have to spend sixty dollars on that title. Uh, Siege is in it as well. Um, some of the, I think even Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is a massive game that a lot of people like and a lot of people think is uh, like underrated, um, is going to be in it as well. Um, so I'm really stoked about that I'm I'm very very excited to see what they're going to be releasing on that I'm thinking they might even release most of the Assassin's Creed like entire base games on it that's what mm-hmm. I'm really excited about because they went on a uh, a giant sale recently I was keeping an eye out trying to like considering buying Odyssey and they were selling mm-hmm. like everything on sale for a while and uh I don't know. I'm I'm thinking that maybe they did that just to like get the last uh, selling points out of that, and then uh, and then just send them over to Uplay Plus. So I'm really stoked about that. Mm. That's that's my big excitement. And another thing that we actually did skip over um, in the Microsoft mm. conference, I completely forgot about. So we did talk about the Xbox Game Pass for PC, but what we yeah. did not talk about is the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate on PC. Oh yeah, that's right. Which is actually it's a Game Pass for both console and PC. So if you play on both of them, yeah. You're set. It's literally I think it's like $15 a month, which is whatever. Mm. And and it includes uh Xbox Live <laughs> as well, which is a big that's a big selling point for people. Yeah, like Xbox huge. Live for the most part is a very spendy monthly purchase. So $15 mm. a month for all three? 
is really good. I'm actually considering buying that one right now, and yeah. I don't even have an Xbox. Since last year, I am of the opinion that of Xbox that. Game Pass is the best deal that you're going to find when it comes to the subscription models that are out yes. there right now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Xbox Game Pass pretty much nails it on that front. But like, I'm really excited to see that uh, Uplay Plus has their own announcements on that as a big thing. I'm really happy to yeah. hear that. They um, needed to do that though. Yeah, yeah. That that they basically were, like, the covers last it. Big for me. client that didn't have it, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. That that's the um, last yeah, big. Blizzard one doesn't me. have it either, but they don't have enough games to justify it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's that's the last um, big one for me. Um, Gods and Monsters was their last announcement, yeah. but the, the last show that so I have is the last note that I have is dog. Oh <laughs> At some yeah, point they brought a dog on stage. Yeah, when uh when uh Frank or Shane went on stage, he also brought an adorable pupper on stage as well <laughs> while they were talking about Ghost Recon. So. That kept me around. I watched Puppo. <laughs> that existed. <laughs> but yeah. I gave, I gave uh, a B minus oh, at man. the end of it. Because I think it was better than all the drab. I gave a C or C plus four. Mm-hmm. But it did fell off at the end. Definitely. Yeah. It yeah. started really strong though. Yeah. That, uh, uh, it started amazingly strong. I give it like one of the best grades. I, this is the one that I gave like the best standing for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to give it a rating. Like and I gave uh, Bethesda maybe like a three, and then I'll probably give uh, um, the other one a four. This one's this one's probably like an eight. I'm I'm very okay. happy with this. It's not like the best thing ever, but it's definitely really good. It's a very good step in the right direction, though. But yeah, cool. Um, Green, how did you feel about Ubisoft? I thought it was uh, one of the most solid ones. To be perfectly honest, it was it was up there with uh, Square Enix and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the fact that they were actually showing new solid stuff, yeah, and the the flow of it was good. Um, I mean, it still felt there was still that marketing aspect to it, but it, I mean, it, it was new stuff. Whereas like mm-hmm. Bethesda was like seventy six, <laughs> you know, like you spend money on our free to play titles. Like, yeah, it's like we spend some money. Oh, this is like actual <laughs> new stuff. Like, I yeah. mean, sixty dollars for. <laughs> That game though, it's <laughs> insane. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's what I like to see on E three is something that's actually fresh. And mm-hmm. That's new. Like I played the first Watch Dogs game and wasn't the greatest. Yeah, I, I actually felt I felt like it when I bought it because I bought it brand new. I'm like this triple A AAA title. Yeah, this mm. is this is Grand Theft Auto Digital. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, seeing the the solid changes in the new Asp Legion was actually a, a solid plus for me. Mm. So I, I would I, I would say it was solid. I, I I'm right on the on the edge with Ren on mm-hmm. I would say giving it an eight out of ten. because it it was one of the the cleanest feeling uh, bits to the whole thing. Yeah. So uh, that's my take. Yeah. Cool. Solid. Solid. Cool. Uh, let's move on to Square Enix real mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. Solid. Solid. Um, yeah. Did you watch this, uh, Green? <sighs> yes. Yeah. Do you want to really, do... I'll, I'll let fa- fans been doing this. I've, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've <you>. been <laughs> hype for an Avengers game mm-hmm. or any like solid good superhero game mm-hmm. for forever. I am very interested to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. 
Um, so they started off with the best start they could have had. They they lift up like the the little um, what's the word for it? <laughs> God damn it! I'm missing a word here, guys. Curtain. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. They lift up the curtain, and the very first thing you see is Cloud Sword. <laughs> it was like such a spot-on start, and then they went right into Final Fantasy VII remake, mm-hmm. which showed a bunch of kids. That's also one of the things that they spent like twenty minutes on. They spent yeah. an insane amount of time with that. Um, they, they showed, of course, gameplay. They also showed cutscenes and everything. Graphically, the game looks amazing. We were expecting that, and you know, Tifa looks great. Um, but what I want to focus on is ma- mainly the gameplay that they showed. Mm-hmm. Let's just get all this Final Fantasy stuff out of the way before we talk about the rest of the conference, because Final Fantasy was the biggest part of it by far. Yeah. Um, so the gameplay is basically very modern. They they kept it very in the, in the spirit of Final Fantasy 15. They had some hints of uh, 13 2 in there, and then you can stop it and have like tactical stuff in there. And I, I thought it was a really cool compromise but I can see it rubbing a lot of fans of the classic game the wrong way. And I did mm-hmm. see some negative reactions towards this style of gameplay. Mm-hmm. So what are your guys' thoughts on that, first and foremost? I I did not get to watch yeah. the Square Enix. I really don't know much that, that went on with it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is probably going to be between you and uh, Green. Yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. have to agree. I didn't really watch a whole lot of it. I saw a little bit of the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it did look good. I, I can't really give it any like downsides on that, but I'm not a big Square Enix guy. I never really got into the Final mm-hmm. Fantasy series or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm curious. Don't get me wrong, but by all means, go for it. <laughs> well, seeing as uh, Final Fantasy VII was the only... Uh, we lost you a little bit there. Yeah, you cut out <laughs> for a second. <clears throat> I said since uh, Final Fantasy VII was like the only Final Fantasy that I actually played, mm-hmm. um, I was really surprised with it. I, like I, I heard they were thinking about doing it, but I never thought that it was like actually going to be a full make. And you know, seeing that and how good it looked, mm-hmm. I, I was genuinely surprised. And then the the solid amount of time they actually put into it, like uh, a lot of the games, like games or a lot of the other presenters it was like short five ten minutes maybe but they mm-hmm. actually dug deep in the final fantasy remake and and yeah it looks cla- it looks like you feel like it's the classic but i mean new fresh mm-hmm. the gameplay was co- totally different like mm-hmm. um it, it's very modern they, they they did actually show one of the early boss fights in this which was exciting um, also, what they did during that was to uh, show you that you can switch between multiple characters. So I, I think it's going to be really fun once you get like a full party going. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I think this will look best. I'm kind of wondering why they didn't show it with a full party because that should be like the most amazing thing, uh, thing ever. Mm-hmm. The boss fight itself took a long time. They did cut out st- some of it, so they didn't mm-hmm. show like one boss fight in full. Uh, a lot of people were complaining about how long the boss fights took, and they all only got like 100 XP for it as well. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a bit worried about grind, mm-hmm. but yeah. everything else that I've seen really hypes me on this. It's mm-hmm. episodic, so it's going to take a long, long time until we actually get like to see the whole thing front to back. Um, That'd be really frustrating. I will also say right. that the audience was completely eating it up. Mm-hmm. Um, especially during even the cutscene stuff that they showed, 
the audience was going nuts. Once Tifa was first shown and once Sephiroth was first shown, there was like a full-on standing ovation. <laughs> At least it sounded like one. <laughs> I couldn't see the audience, but mm. uh, it was it was pretty pretty big. And mm-hmm. they they hit all the right buttons, and there are only slight worries left for me. And I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. To quickly go over the other Final Fantasy stuff that they showed, there was like a little bit of the Final Fantasy Online gets like an update, and they get remakes for Final Fantasy or remasters for Final Fantasy VIII and mm-hmm. Crystal Chronicles. And then there was also like a mobile game that I didn't quite understand. Mm-hmm. And then they had like a little weird trailer, which I didn't think was necessary, but it was quite amusing, uh, telling you basically that Final Fantasy music is now on streaming ser- services like Spotify and et-, et cetera. So you can now legally stream Final Fantasy music. That's good. Honestly, that's actually kind of cool because the Final Fantasy music, even though I don't play Final Fantasy games, that is really good music. Yeah. I will give them credit on that one. I'm down for that. As like yeah. a weird announcement for E3, but I'm happy about it. Thank you for telling mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. As for oh, everything man. not Final Fantasy related on this, uh, Octopath Traveler was uh, got an announcement that it's now on Steam, and it mm-hmm. was the first big out now announcement that we had all all year this time, mm-hmm. which seemed a bit late to me. Yeah. Then they jumped into Last Remnant, which uh sure. I didn't mm-hmm. really was set for that. Dragon Quest Builders 2 looks really fun. I'm not quite into the uh, let's have Dragon Quest in Minecraft. But if you are, then yeah. this looks like a phenomenal game to play. This looks great. Um, huh. And they, of course, went into the proper Dragon Quest uh, 11S Echoes of an Elusive Age, mm-hmm. which is a title and a half. And if you want the Switch version, yeah. which was announced l- way later, but let's just put that in. Dragon Quest Eleven S, because of Lens of Age, then Perfect Edition or like Ultimate Edition, then another S. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Stupid. It's yeah. The Dragon Quest naming is just as bad as <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> it's mm. So bad. They had a little racing game which is like top down. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big fan of racing games in the first place. It's, it's cartoony. It's cute. It's fine. Probably. I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, then some uh, shooter, which I didn't know the name of, but it was just, you know. Mm-hmm. Was it the Outriders? Or? It might have been, yeah. Yeah. I didn't write down the name. Kingdom Hearts 3 gets like a DLC, which is called Remind. Mm-hmm. Since I'm not big into Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm I'm sure that uh, Michaela has some thoughts on that, but I have yeah. not <laughs> Yeah, Michaela is probably just all sorts of stoked. <laughs> Moist. An update for Shadowbringers. Oh, update uh-huh. for Shadowbringers is literally mm-hmm. all I wrote. Then Dying Light 2 was shown again. Mm-hmm. Then another uh, 3D thing, uh, like an action adventure, uh, action adventure slash RPG called Romancing Saga 3. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, War, then War of the Visions, Brave Exodus. So basically, mm-hmm. this was the big time when there was a bunch of just RPGs back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And then came Outriders from the Bulletstorm guys, which I made yes. an explicit note. It's from the Bulletstorm guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they also spent a lot of time just showing how the game was made in huh. that particular mm. case, which I didn't think was necessary, really, because I, I'd rather have them show me more of the game or move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't need that. 
and then there was the crystal dynamics thing yeah which basically led into the avengers thing and here is where i'm going to give mr green the stage because yeah. he probably has some thoughts on the avengers uh, it, i've been seeing a lot of people bitching on facebook about this uh-huh. um and it's mainly people who are only mcu solid people um which is just like just the movies oh yeah um, which as, as far as i'm aware this not supposed to be anything like the actual movies. I think it's supposed to be a standalone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it looks like Taskmaster is uh, going to be one of the villains in there. Um, I, I specifically saw a Taskmaster, a Taskmaster in there. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, he did make an appearance in the uh, Spider-Man game. The, the last Spider-Man game. Um, but he was like a side character for side missions and then I think you fight him at the end. I, I never finished up all the stuff, for that, but mm-hmm. uh, it looks really good. Yeah, I'm looking as at some a, of the visual quality all right now, and it actually yeah, looks really it, solid. I mean, I mean, it's not like it, it has like aspects to sign, mm-hmm. uh, but it, but it also it, it's straight away from that as well as it's straight away from straight comics. It's it almost has a. It almost has an Ultimates feel to it, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a separate universe of uh, of the Marvel line. Um, I really, after seeing the video for this, wanted to get it because it looks like it's a team-based game. Like you can mm-hmm. actually switch it like that, and I would play the Hulk so hard. <laughs> I mean, that's that's legitimately my name. Twitch name is. Is yeah. Mr. Green, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm hyped for it. Um, they mm-hmm. were saying that's no no loot box, uh, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there will probably be microtransactions because they, they announced an ever expanding roster, which usually signals like, look at all these season passes, character mm-hmm. yeah. microtransactions, yeah. whatever. The question with that is, how quickly will Deadpool be in the game? Because we all know he will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than likely, you know, especially since Mar- the rights to Deadpool and the X-Men and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I highly doubt that like Spider-Man will be on there, like at least Peter Parker Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, just because Sony's going to latch onto that and hold that like mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. Um maybe Miles Morales Spider-Man, maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. if they get lucky. Um but Give now that Kitty they have Pride. Like, Yeah, Kitty Pride <laughs> would be good to, you know, um uh, I would I would definitely play as Jubilee as well. I, I mean, Jubilee gets a lot of shit, but she's actually a solid character. <laughs> Squirrel Girl, that's another fun Squirrel one. Squirrel Girl is a solid one, yeah. Uh, so it's it's interesting to see how they're going to lay this this game out over, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, a, a I didn't quite understand in, in what way they're going to add the heroes. Will they have, like, their own story arcs? Will it be, like, just for the multiplayer mode? How is that going to work? I didn't quite catch I, that. I really hope that they do have, like, a story mode for each character that they introduce. Even if it's, like, short, mm-hmm. I would still... Mm-hmm. I would still enjoy playing like an actual solo, uh, like story mission for it. But, yeah, I mean, I love that it's online co-op. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can play for it's four-player online co-op, which is huge. So like, you can get your friends and and uh, they're saying uh, I'm looking on Kotaku and they they say uh, every new character and map added to the game will be free. I don't know exactly how that's gonna go down i believe it um, when i see it <laughs> yeah that's that's same same with me i mean 
when when you have something like that where it's it's a big budget uh backing like marvel mm-hmm. um there's always a cash cow grab behind it um just like pokemon and everything else so um it'll be interesting to see when that actually rolls out I, what I'm really hoping is it's not going to be a disappointment because yeah. there's been a lot, an absolute abundance of superhero games yeah. that have just been absolute hot trash. And like, if anyone can make a solid superhero game, it'd be Square Enix. Yeah, so, I am looking forward to it. I, it was kind of curious to me why they ended with that because they didn't really show gameplay of it. They showed no. a lot of story stuff. Yeah, I would they, have they loved have... gameplay of it because mm. I am because of the history with superhero games. I'm now a bit doubtful on this. <laughs> well, the, they said that the uh, the cinematic that they showed it said it it came from in-game footage. Um, also, Nolan North is playing Tony Stark, and yes. if you don't know who Nolan North is, dude is uh, he's got a very talented voice acting career. Um, specifically, he's been in a lot of Destiny. Um, mm-hmm. uh, when, uh, oh, what's his name? Firefly guy. Oh, yeah. hey, I know what you're talking uh, about. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going <laughs> to blow my mind. When he, name one guy. <laughs> uh, he's a big guy. He's a huge person, too. Mm. Like in the nerd community. Yeah. I'm drawing him like, but when he left Cade Six, like they did, he, his schedule was too f- uh, full for the Forsaken DLC for mm-hmm. Destiny Two. So Nolan North actually did the voice for Cade Six, mm-hmm. and you could hardly tell a difference. Like that's how talented this guy is with, uh, you know, changing his voice, doing impressions, and and making a solid voice acting for video games. So I'm hyped to see that. Like when when I watched the footage. Anytime that Tony Stark talked, it's like I couldn't tell that it was Nolan North. Hmm. Yeah. To round out my thoughts about this whole thing, uh, I think I had all the right notes in the beginning. Uh, I love the presentation style of having these uh, picture frames mm-hmm. slowly fill out and then have like a pan shot over everything that you've seen over the last hour, hour and a half. So I thought that was really smart. Uh, it kind of fell off a little bit at the end, just like Ubisoft did, but it didn't. Uh, do so in a, in a terrible way. Um, it was more so that they had like stuff in there which I didn't need. Like they focused a lot on the voice actors, which I get. Mm-hmm. I guess that Nolan North is a big thing, but you can just have him come out for a bit instead of having like a whole video on like the five main characters voice actors. Mm-hmm. I didn't need that, and also didn't need the development thing that they showed. Overall, I gave this a solid B as well. Yeah. So thumbs up. Thumbs down. What are you Absolute, guys feeling? Absolute solid thumbs up for me. I, I thought Square Enix killed it on this mm. on this E3, mm. um, and I'm I'm really glad that they didn't do a whole bunch with Assassin's Creed because it's mm. like or, or I'm sorry, mm. they didn't do a whole bunch with uh, their other games. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Ubisoft still. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, Final Fantasy. They did give a good stretch for that. Mm-hmm. Which was mm-hmm. solid. That's what they should have done because that is like their flagship, yeah, the flagship games. Um, but I, I was genuinely surprised with the Avengers as- aspect from it. The other games looked really good. I mean, it, it wasn't something that was like, "Bam, this is gonna kill it this year." 
but the yeah. presentation overall was really good. So they had it for me. Mm-hmm. So cool. Um, I'm gonna keep us rolling here. Uh, this will be the last one we talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we uh, just uh, really quickly talk about AMD as well? Oh my yeah, not- you wanted. My notes on this are a mess, but I'm going to try my best <laughs> because I have no idea about hardware, but I watched this anyway uh, because it was right before Square, so why not? Mm-hmm. Um, they, of course, ta- threw around a bunch of numbers and words that I didn't understand, but the main thing that I got from this is that they were constantly shooting at Intel. Oh, <laughs> like they were constantly comparing <laughs> themselves to Intel, of course, and then mm-hmm. the one part that they did that really resonated was that they had like a side-by-side comparison, of course, with uh, with an Intel thing. And then they showed how it looks like streaming on the highest settings. And then the Intel thing was literally like two frames a minute. <laughs> and the other one was running like just under 60. I was like, damn, oh, those are fighting yeah. words. <laughs> oh, this, <laughs> this was, was for was the, uh, the encoding, wasn't it? Yeah, that was for the encoding, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have my own like thoughts on that one, yeah. Then I made a note that a guy named Robert was called on stage three times, and every time he did, he was shaking the hand of the person that called him up, even though the first two times it was the same person. <laughs> that was an explicit note I took. <laughs> I don't know what then, to do with my hands. Yeah. What do, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> then uh, they made a big push for X- FX Fidelity, uh, which they brought up all the time afterwards. Like They had a big part where they brought on uh, Jeff Keighley, who is the host of the Game Awards, of course. And mm-hmm. he was bringing up all kinds of uh, like gaming people that were talking about the games. Um, and they were also always mentioning uh, Fidelity FX. So um, this was the one where Randy Pitchford was actually on stage. And mm-hmm. instead of talking about Borderlands, he instead took the time to like pre- present the graphical capability with Fidelity FX. And he was talking about like waterfalls and... Look at this. Here, here is the sun, and look at all, all those meteorites flying in front of the sun. And here is Pandora at night, and all of this stuff. I mean, I was impressed by uh, the um, lighting simulation in general throughout this mm-hmm. whole thing. But I mean, fidelity is not a big focus point of mine, so I, I get I would give it a thumbs up, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And the 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 here in a half sentence he mentioned that uh, you can uh, go on different planets in the new Borderlands, which I didn't know before, so I made a note of that. Mm-hmm. And then they ended on like an insane like sixteen core thing, which they were pushing a twelve core earlier in the presentation. That was mm-hmm. already already like yeah. oh those are big numbers. And then they mm-hmm. just brought out a sixteen core, and even though I had no idea what was going on, my mind was blown. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would say it was really well structured. Uh, they killed mm-hmm. it with the ending, and uh, even though I had no idea about hardware, I came out uh, glad that I watched it. So I would give a thumbs up. I didn't give a like a grade because I don't feel qualified to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those yeah. are my notes on AMD. Right. It was a lot of stuff that we learned from Competech. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I didn't feel the need when I saw there was an AMD conference this year. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, they were boasting a lot of the the new GPU, mm-hmm. um, which I I always take with a grain of salt because um, I mean, even though the CPUs run really well uh, mm-hmm. and always have consistently ran re- very well, their GPUs have been really lacking compared to Nvidia. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, I mean, if for me, it's I have to wait until they actually get released for testing. Yeah, until there's some actual benchmarks out there. Yeah. 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 yeah, I need to see firsthand before I can say, hey, this is going to stop 2080 TIs and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel the same I, way. Whenever mm-hmm. I see hardware nowadays that's like, oh, we're really amazing. And then you see the benchmarks and you're like, you're not that great. <laughs> you're really not yeah, like that the, amazing. Yeah, that's why with when I, I was hyped with the CPUs, because, I mean, I can mm-hmm. see them getting the, those numbers. Yeah. Because, I mean, I bought the 2700X <laughs> and running it says it's running. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, four point three mega uh, gig, uh, ugh, megahertz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's running good. Or uh, gigahertz, it's running good. Um, which I mean, for a CPU, I've AMD's always been like that. I mean, they they don't really sugarcoat their CPU processors. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they say if it's going to run, you know, two point four to three point five, it's usually going to run like that. Yeah, but like with the when they released the 580s, they, I mean, they're like, "Oh, this is going to be fantastic! This is going to blow Nvidia out of the water." Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, from a price standpoint, yeah, it's it's good. It's I mean, but I mean, the performance is where it needs to be, and that's. I what they say that so, most of the price points that they revealed were lower than I expected them to be for the mm-hmm. spec. Not yeah, that that's I always expect a lot of wisdom on that, but I expected them to be like in the seven hundred dollar range, and then it was like four hundred something. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. always been AMD's thing is having uh, good performance while still catering to the budget, and um, versus Intel being Intel and having a firm <laughs> grip on the proverbial <laughs> electronic base and. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, saying this is how much we're going to charge, and and you're going to yeah. enjoy it because Intel. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And with the CPUs, I mean, the CPUs are, I mean, for the price, they're stopping. I mean, mm-hmm. that's insane. The insane performance from the CPUs versus you know what Intel has. Um, but I mean, when it comes to the GPUs, it's I, I have to see it to believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So now we could do Nintendo. <laughs> yes, let's do Nintendo. Um, so the Switch is getting a lot of games. So I'm just going to go through and name a few of the games that they're getting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alien Isolation, Witcher 3. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Witcher 3 Spyro was a big Reignited. one, actually. What's that? Witcher 3 was a big one, actually. It, mm-hmm. Of course, graphically, it doesn't look as impressive. But it, yeah. it, from, from the gameplay snippets they shown, it ran better than I expected it to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, I was impressed with that. Yeah. Uh, Spyro Reignited, the trilogy. Um, they are getting Dead by Daylight. We are getting... Um, Dead by Daylight looked like shit on the Switch. I'm sorry. It, yeah. <laughs> um, they're getting two ports uh, from Resident Evil games. Um, uh-huh. Three, Resident actually. Six. I think, oh, yeah. And, I think uh, they, they started with one, and then they said also five and six, which five yeah. is a good get. Six I could take or leave, but five as a multiplayer experience is really fun. Yeah. Um, some Smash DLC, Banjo and Kazoo- uh, Banjo Kazooie. Let's talk about uh, that for a second, actually, because they bookended with that. They started mm-hmm. with like Link fighting in this adventure mode, and then getting saved by uh, the Dragon Quest guy, which is mm-hmm. of course the character targeted towards the Japanese market because Dra- Dragon Quest is huge there. And then at mm-hmm. the end, they had Banjo Kazooie, which yeah. was first like. They they love doing this like fake out twice, 
was mm-hmm. first Duck and Duck, and then uh, actual Banjo Kazooie beat him up, and that was fun. I, and they ended on that note. I've never been so excited and then so tilted by a company and then so excited again. <laughs> I was so salty when they're all like, I was like, oh my god, is that Banjo Kazooie? And then it was like, no, it's it's Duck Hunt. You got I mean, at the, and I was at like, the second, I hate you. <laughs> the second that I saw it was Duck Hunt Duck, I, I had to laugh a little bit, but I saw it coming that they're gonna double switch mm-hmm. again because there's no way they would get away with it if they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, some games that are coming to the Switch mm-hmm. uh, that they announced. Luigi's Mansion 3. That one looks one. so fun. It looked fun. It looked yeah. really off, fun. A lot of people were like kind of making jokes about the, the solid green Luigi and multiplayer they showed last year. This mm-hmm. year they had a very good justification for it's not actually the multiplayer. You can do that yourself. It's cool, EG, mm-hmm. and he has his own gameplay mechanics, and they are really fun. And in yeah. multiplayer, everyone can have a Gooigi, and it's madness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, you can smash ghosts around and destroy furniture, and it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, Saiken Dens- Densutsu. I'm going with it. Three <laughs> remake, Trials of Mana coming in 2020. Trials of Mana looks pretty sick. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty excited about that one. I'm not, like, super excited, but it's cool. Cool. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. My uh, cousin trailer. was so excited about it that didn't end up showing anything new at all. Yeah. Um, no More Heroes Three announced. I was I excited that, uh, for that one. Yeah, I know that uh, here. No More Heroes is a cult uh, series. I don't know much about it at all, really. Mm-hmm. I can't um, get the second one in Germany right now, so uh, I need to import ooh. the second one, and I haven't gotten around <laughs> to it yet. <laughs> um. Damon X Machina gets a release date as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Looks cool if you like Max. What's that? Looks cool if you like Max. Like yeah. they opened last year's direct with it, and mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Ooh, what's this?" The graphic style looks great uh, from the gameplay that I've seen. I'm pretty into it, but it's not a game that I would actually play myself because I don't mm-hmm. like Max. Yeah. Um, there was the Contra. Um, anniversary collection surprise release uh, which is available starting today mm-hmm. um and then there's a new contra game coming for the nintendo which i know it a is. lot of uh retro gamers are really excited for it has a panda yeah. bear and he's the best i was so <laughs> i was thrown off i did not realize that was a contra game until they were all like hey look mm-hmm. it's contra and i was like wait what? i did not uh, re- <laughs> recognize it either yeah. you're not alone on this that one was but a little i'm jarring, totally but... into it mm-hmm. yeah um, of course, we have an Olympics coming up, so Mario and uh, Sonic at the... Uh, yeah. um, Those games are always fun. I wouldn't go out of my way to get it, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be against playing those. Yeah, They're always a good time. And, uh, you know, there was just absolutely nothing for Zelda fans here. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Not a no. thing. Zelda, Zelda fans no, got but... cucked. Nothing at all. True Zelda. Oh, <laughs> Zelda at fans all. got absolutely cucked this year. Oh my god. Question. No, um question. what is, what is Zelda? <laughs> Zelda is. It's a dude with a green cap and he Ooh. has a sword and yeah. so he's, he's an elf. He's an elf. Yeah, yeah he's an elf. Yeah. Um okay. So let you me know, actually um, okay. There, they, so they, showed, they showed us the remake of Link's Awakening, all right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then the one more thing this year, um, bef- before this last Splash King comes out, was basically them announcing that they will make a sequel to Breath of the Wild, which is a I big announcement. I am mega pumped. 
I, I just am... go for it. Go ahead. I just imagine when I saw that, my brain automatically kind of went to rant. I'm like, I wonder how, <laughs> I wonder how aroused, I wonder how turned on and oh, hard man. and wet Ren was when he saw that. Because that's, oh, I'm just so... like, <laughs> just what? I'm just like, <laughs> Ren was probably like this. <gasps> oh, I was man. looking at the trailer and they had like these floating things and the soundtrack because it was reverse sounded a bit Metroid-ish and I was like, no, mm. they're not going to show something Metroid Prime related. Uh, yeah. Then they then it was clear that it was Zelda and I was like, is this like an expansion or something? Then they said sequel and I was like, all right. That okay. was my thought too. I thought it was an expansion <laughs> also. And then I was like, wait a minute, is that canon? Wait, what is happening? And it was like, yeah. boom, sequel. And I was like, <gasps> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, I'm already so pumped. I'm excited. Yeah. Hopefully, so, I'm just gonna say like the things that I hope that comes out of it. So the big thing mm-hmm. that's like the issue with Breath of the Wild is that the story isn't really great. To be completely honest, mm-hmm. it's whatever. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's very exploration heavy. The exploration is fantastic, but like mm-hmm. the actual storyline around it's whatever. Hoping that they really really add on top of that, and it's gonna be in the same world to my understanding. It, looked like it so i mean that's pretty sick hopefully it's going to be like a reimagining of that after like a certain period of time i will lose my mind i'll be so pumped Mm -hmm. oh man i'm stoked yeah yeah it was um that was pretty big for a lot for the uh for the zelda fans out there um Mm -hmm. Yeah, overall, I was I was actually pretty happy with the Nintendo. You know, it wasn't it wasn't anything like super great, but you know, it, a lot of stuff for Switch fans, um, a lot of games that Switch fans probably wanted on there for a while. You know, Dead yeah. by Daylight or um, The Witcher Three and all the other games that they had this that. this new platinum game called Astro Chain, and that one looks actually great. Oh, it looks like yeah. it strikes me as like a combination of Persona and Devil May Cry, the newer mm-hmm. ones, and it looks really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, what are you? You know, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you guys thinking on Nintendo's for uh, Nintendo's? Direction? I thought it was really good. I, I thought it was really mm-hmm. good. It was definitely it was one of the most overall solid once mm-hmm. there wasn't anything that i particularly looked at and was like this seems dumb like there was no random mobile cash grab title there was mm-hmm. nothing really along mm-hmm. those lines i mean granted the mobile cash grab title would have been blades and that was announced during the bethesda convention but I mean, it was yeah. they showed but, it like briefly in the coming to switch thing. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I don't know, i'm excited to be fair i think that controlling the sword with the joy cons will be at least a little bit of fun yeah, it certainly it would certainly be more fun than what the current controls are for mm-hmm. blades on mobile, but definitely. Yeah. Also, it's not going to drain the battery as quickly. It solidly, it almost made me regret selling the Switch I got for four days. <laughs> it was more than that. I mean, I had it for like two weeks, but still, mm-hmm. like, almost made me regret selling. Yeah. That. I yeah. mean, if I, if I really want to, I'll buy a, a Switch later down the road but they, I mean, they showed also they showed a game with like a really intriguing art style called uh, empire of sin and i have no clue what mm-hmm. this game is about but it has a noir flair and yes. it looks really interesting yeah hmm. that might be some sort of tactic they showed that after the pokemon stuff which is mm-hmm. an interesting choice also they had yeah. this weird uh, dragon game called panzer dragoon 
mm-hmm. which looks mm-hmm. like Star Fox and worse. That was probably the most underwhelming thing they had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the lines. Three was in there. Uh, Zelda and Necro Dancer. Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a solid seven. I mean, like, it was it was good. It was just overall good. I, there, I'm not, like, I'm not a mega Nintendo fanboy. Like, this is my first mm-hmm. Nintendo product for the longest time. So a lot of it mm-hmm. is kind of like whatever to me. I mean, I know a lot of people are really excited about a new Luigi's Mansion. That's cool. But, like, I never played the original. Um, it's mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, overall, though, it seemed like a solid presentation. I'd say that this is probably, like, my... It's pretty tied, it, like, along with uh, Microsoft's. That's the way I see mm-hmm. it. Like, they were both yeah. really solid conventions. They were kind of the yeah. run-of-the-mill, but what I expected. And I I didn't lose any expectations. That's... I'm happy. <laughs> I'm content. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the presentation style was just as you expect from Nintendo Direct. It was to the yeah. point. It didn't have too much fluff. They introduced a new uh, a guy from Microsoft, uh, Nintendo of America mm-hmm. yeah. uh, who was oh, introduced yeah. with this little Bowser skit, which I thought was really <laughs> hilarious. That was cute, yeah. And um, yeah, I would have heaped them on the same level with Square Enix and Microsoft, which would have made it a three-way tie. But they mm-hmm. also had Animal Crossing New Horizons. That's true. Which right. really prompted me to give them a B plus, which makes it mm-hmm. the best conference for me personally. Because mm-hmm. you have like an island thing and you can make your own roads and you can jump over the river finally. So that's a big time saver. Uh-huh. And it has like eight, up to eight players, I think they said, co-op yeah. on the island. You can make your own furniture. There's so much in this that I always wanted in Animal Crossing. Yeah, and I, as... I get that a lot of people don't care about Animal Crossing and don't see the appeal, but goddammit, I was hyped for that. Honestly, <laughs> as somebody that's never played an Animal Crossing game, that actually did, that appealed to me. I looked at it and I was like, that's actually kind of interesting. Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. I see you. It almost looked like it just straight up turned into like it like it completely reminded me of like Stardew, Stardew Valley, yeah. mm. the way that they tried to display it, and I don't have an issue with that at all in the slightest. So I mean, exactly. I'm happy. But uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, that was definitely um, solid. Yeah, anything else on Nintendo, real quick? No, uh, I really think I mentioned everything important. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, um, guys. You know, we were. How long uh, were we online, by the way? How long is this? Almost three hours. <laughs> Almost three hours, which is why I'm kind of like, yeah, we we could talk about the fact that Sony wasn't there, but they weren't there. Why? Even I'm not that? surprised. We can discuss that next week. I'm really yeah, not surprised. I didn't expect them to be. I, I for a while. I thought they were doing it. Well, they said they weren't going to be. So yeah, yeah. Um, it was definitely better I, than them showing up okay. and doing the flute thing like they did this year. There is one thing. There is one mm. little. Well, it's not little, but of all of the things that Bethesda conference could have not mentioned, how come they didn't mention Starfield, the thing that they've been legit working on they, for they, years? They, that they, was their one how, saving grace, and they threw it in the trash. But it, yeah, like that's it. That's all. <laughs> what? <laughs> so at, at least they mentioned it. <laughs> why? I just why give the slots to like three mobile games if you could get to Starfield and then not like, right make people not hate you. That was yeah. my immediate thought on that. But that's that's very, that's my I'm little very interested to see if they're gonna put something on next year or not. I would advise against it if, if I was in their PR team, but you know you never. Know. Yeah, they they need to spend some time. Yeah, they need to like. Well, because they also have QuakeCon and DoomCon and yeah. whatever else they're going to be, you know, they got to, oh, yeah. 
they got to spend some time and reevaluate their PR and marketing strategy and mm-hmm. uh, realize that they have some bad karma their way. People are yeah. not happy with them and it's going to make their conferences and all their, you know, it, it they're going to get tra- uh, ragged, mm-hmm. um, which actually, if you guys don't mind me getting on my soapbox real quick. Go for it. Um, and I'll let you guys sign on to this if you guys want, but I did want to mm-hmm. mention this. Um, the article from CNET, did you guys hear about this? Yes, it's a big deal right now because it's threatening a lot mm-hmm. of YouTubers. <laughs> well, and I just want to mention, and I just want to mention this because um, the, the whole thing about CNET was really trying to focus on the negativity that games critics and, great, and game reviewers have towards, you know, and mostly YouTubers. And you guys can have your opinions about the quartering. You guys can have your opinions about Angry oh, I Joe did hear about or this, yes. Jim Sterling mm-hmm. or Upper Echelon. But what's not okay, or what to me, what is rid- utterly ridiculous is for somebody to complain that a reviewer is too negative right or that a commentator is too negative and then to uh go to advertisers and, and just be like they say mean things we don't do that in any other area of journalism or industry right mm-hmm. they people don't go to the advertisers at the washington post and say they said mean things about my representative <laughs> yeah right they, it, that doesn't journalism, happen. especially, especially in like a, a field that is not as controlled as game. Like gaming is the least controlled entertainment media. I think mm-hmm. don't even so, have like gaming unions in the industry. So right, we really need people that point bullshit out. And if their style is overly negative, like mm-hmm. a Jim Sterling or Yahtzee Crowshaw, those mm-hmm. guys are needed. Yeah, uh, because mm-hmm. they are consistent in that they have been consistent over years, Angry Joe as well. So mm. if they deviate from that, you know something is good. Yeah, or like and that's just needed. They cannot change their brand over this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. basically, what CNET or the CNET article is kind of maybe implying, if the worst case scenario happens, is that those guys are forced to either change their brand or die off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my main and issue that would be is the that, worst like, thing that could happen. My main issue is okay. Say say if out of fucking nowhere all the negative negative reviewers are gone, then you're just left with the like or- unoriginal game informer yeah. garbage. Like what yes. does that really matter? Mm-hmm. That's not a review at all in the slightest. It's just a bunch of people that got sold out and paid to like that say point, good marketing. things. Exactly, you're just marketing. You're not actually doing a review. Mm. That's the entire point of a review. So something, and I'm surprised I haven't seen a campaign like this, but here's basically what I'm going to kind of start in retaliation for this, because this affects us mm-hmm. as well. You know, we're, we're nowhere near upper echelon or like right. a CHD killer or Jim Sterling or whatever. But shit, look at uh, the stuff we said today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but we're still reviewers. We're still commentators in, in many ways. Um, I'm not going to be going to CNET, and if I have to go to CNET, they are already uh, on my ad block, and I won't be removing that ad block um, Mm -hmm. in retaliation. Um, They decided to go after advertisers on YouTube to, you know, target game reviewers. Sorry, if you're going to be doing that, then you're not going to be getting uh, my ad. 
sense. Right. Um, and I recommend everyone else do the same. Yep. Um, either don't well, go to CNET, and if you have to go to CNET, install your ad blocker. Mm-hmm. Don't whitelist. Don't whitelist. Uh, whitelist them on their on your ad blocker. Yeah. Um, that's the one thing I just wanted to get on my soapbox for, and just say, pay attention to this because. No, that's completely reasonable. Right. I, I get people don't like the quartering. I totally <laughs> understand why people yeah. don't like the quartering. Or uh, uh, Jeremy Hambly, if mm-hmm. you want to call him by that. Fawcett Alpha, who is also kind of caught in a crossfire because he is like partnered with the quartering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Clean Pri- uh, Clean Prince Gaming. Clean Prince Gaming is just basic, right? Yeah. He's not negative or angry like yeah. Jim Sterling I, or the quartering. So I think if you really have an issue with that, like this is free content. It's free content that they're providing that's literally a review. If mm-hmm. you don't like it, you can watch something else. Like, you have that yeah. option. It's not like you're paying for it. It's nothing along mm-hmm. those lines. If it was something like that, I'd be like, okay, maybe. But Mm-mm. that's the entire point of a reviewer, is you pick somebody with the same mindset as you. That's, yeah. like, your main core focus on that. So, like, for example, I might not, like, be a big fan of indie games at E3. Fan is. I would go to fan if I was, like, somebody like that. I wouldn't go to me, obviously. Mm-hmm. What, what knowledge would I have on the subject? That's the exact same way that would be for something like that. That's ridiculous. It's utterly preposterous to just be like, no, that reviewer is like, obviously his opinion doesn't matter. It's like, Mm -hmm. maybe not to you, but it doesn't mean it doesn't matter. You can't just Mm -hmm. do that. I mean, to that point, even when I'm outside of my expertise, like with the AMD stuff earlier, when something Mm -hmm. blows even my mind and I don't understand the numbers they're throwing at me, you know that it's at least on some level impressive. Yeah. So even when I'm in like in a triple A space and I'm commenting on stuff, that comes from a place that it has been f- the, uh, an opinion that yeah. has been formed over years. So it right. still has some value, even if it's not yeah. my main thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why so, I would encourage everyone to go to multiple reviewers and not just to the ones that you know you know you will agree with. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that CNN story. I wanted to throw my support behind those creators. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to condemn CNET. I wanted to condemn that writer. I'm not going to say who the writer is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I encourage this campaign. If if you have to use CNET, make sure you have your ad block on. Uh, I think it's only fair. Yeah. So um, other than that, guys, anything else? Let's go on ahead and get some plugs out of the way. Uh, Ren, what's coming up on your channel? Uh, I might actually be playing uh, the older Halos coming up soon. Um, probably starting tomorrow. I'm not sure. We'll see. I did try out uh, Doom. It was my first time ever playing Doom uh, last night. Mm-hmm. Loved it. That game was so good. Oh, my God. Um, but in anticipation for uh, Reach coming to PC sometime today. Don't know when. Or not today. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Sometime this month. Definitely not today. That's a big That's a big lie. <laughs> I'm lying now. Um, but Reach <laughs> is supposed to be hitting PC sometime this month. Um, in wait for that, I'm going to be trying to play as much Halo as possible just to get myself hyped for it even more. That's basically mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash renditions two Z's because I'm dumb and I can't spell. That's it. <laughs> That's okay. Is that your tagline, your official tagline? Yes, it is. That <laughs> it is. Oh, um, man. Fan. Yeah. Go on ahead and uh, so, plug uh, away, this- sir. This week, I would direct everyone to my YouTube channel, which has the same name as my Twitch channel, so you can find it easily. I'm going to cut up all the stream bots from, uh, you know, this E3 weekend. I'm going to just uh, arrange them in a way that they are focused on, like, a single conference per video. 
So it's mm -hmm. more easy to watch than like the seven hour watch from right. day two. Um, I'm going to put uh, cut out some of the directionless blurbering between conferences as well. And yeah, that's basically the main content output because that's going to take my my attention for most of the week until like getting back into like streaming games. Uh, also, I'm going to write uh, full articles on the E3 on my German blog, but that's going to be totally useless to pretty much all of you. So <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll still share it. <laughs> yeah. We'll still share it for you. Google it's called so behind blog. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Greenlee, what's coming up with you? All right. Well, I'm uh, mainly going to be focusing on uh, Destiny 2 this week, uh, probably the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, they just released the new season of Opulence, so I have to grind my level up, and I've been really behind. And I'm also trying to figure out um, what charity to donate to for my 24-hour stream. Mm -hmm. um, I know I'm going to be doing the first stretch. I'm going to be doing... Um, all the Destiny 2 raids that are released front to back. Um, mm -hmm. So that's going to be a good chunk of time, but I got to be prepared for that mentally and physically. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, just leveling that up. I might be playing some Apex as well. Um, just depends on how much I uh, pull my hair out when I'm grinding <laughs> on Destiny. So, but really good. Also, a, a side note uh, Bungie didn't really do much for e3 however they did do a, a twitch live stream mm -hmm. on thursday and they released the new vidoc for their plans going forward post mm -hmm. activision mm -hmm. through major shade at activision um <laughs> they're allowing they're gonna do cross saves so mm -hmm. like if oh, you have yeah, that's right yeah platform like if you're playing on uh, on console and you want to switch to pc which i plan on doing I'm going to cross save my stuff to PC and play on both, mm -hmm. um, which is huge. And mm -hmm. so, the, I mean, major shade was thrown. The The video was fantastic. Like they're changing everything. So yeah. it's going to be good. It's going to be great. I, I, I'm, I'm super excited for the future of Bungie. Mm -hmm. so. Cool. That's all I got. Um, coming up on my channel, uh, I'm going to be doing probably a test stream tomorrow or Friday night. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm kind of in, you know, still like getting into this new place. Like I don't even have a couch yet. Mm -hmm. Um, so in like, obviously the kitchen is in the background there. So I'm going to kind of be deciding how I want to arrange this place. Um, best for stream, but I'll probably be doing a test stream tomorrow. I'll make sure everything is at least working. Um, <clears throat> technically um we have a little bit of uh pokemon uh crystal clear to go through but actually i'm probably going to try out uh, uh that uh, split gate game oh yeah as a, as a bit of a test stream just to check things out mm -hmm. um other than that guys you can follow the podcast on spotify subscribe on apple itunes um or i'm sorry not apple itunes they actually just did a whole thing about that um apple podcast uh we're also on tune in and swoot and uh you can also subscribe on youtube and we really appreciate you if you guys did uh we're trying to get to the 100 subs so we can have the uh custom uh url have the url correct yeah Thank i got you, you. uh-huh <laughs> um you can also if if you guys want, you guys can just follow this uh, channel here and watch the videos. Um, so, yeah, it's all of the 
places you can catch the podcast. We really appreciate if you guys shared this with your friends. Um, just tell your friends about us. We'd really appreciate it. Um, some other things that is coming up. We have uh, our one-year anniversary coming up very soon, and we do Ooh, have exciting. plans for that. Very hype. Yes, Greenleaf yeah. knows uh, some of the stuff that we're planning um, because he is often my tester, and I know he keeps things uh, <laughs> close to his chest. I don't know what you're um, talking about. Damn. Uh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, me and Ren will be having some. Uh, we'll be talking more about uh, the one year anniversary here. Um, so yeah, if that's uh, if that's it, guys, we will talk to you yeah. all later. Yeah. Keep celebrating Pride Month, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. Keep celebrating Pride Month. That's right. Um, all the way to the end of June. Yeah. All the way to the end of June. All the way. Uh, Let's overthrow all the bigoted hate with more love. Yes. Rock and roll, guys. You have a wonderful evening. Thank you for enjoying an extra long uh, Next to Nothing podcast. And we will see you again next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Doodles. Bye. Bye.